He's a criminal's worst nightmare. A cop who enjoys the danger. No guns, no jujitsu, just to bring him down. Do you really want to jump? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on. Wait, I what do you do mean? It. Wait I a minute. What the? Ah! He was ready to retire. Now, he's going to wish he had. Gun! Oh! 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 Raj, meet your new partner. New partner? <laughs> If these guys can just stand each other... What you got in there? Boy and Smith? A lot of old-timers carry those. The bad guys don't stand a chance. Don't kill anybody. Don't tell anybody. I'm too old for this. Are you as good as you say you are? Nobody can touch me. Suppose we better register you as a lethal weapon. You ever met anybody you didn't kill? Well, I haven't killed you yet. Welcome back, everybody, to Jump versus the World Presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? It is, here's me at the tender age of 43 doing this show. With <laughs> <laughs> my my ageist partner, <laughs> Jeff. Look, I had fun. Uh, we, are, we As you heard, we're doing Lethal Weapon 1987. And the first thing I got to say about this movie is... Classic. It's been a while since I watched it, and I just classic buddy cop movie. Um, just the chemistry that the two have is insane, and you don't get that with everybody. Like you had movies that tried it and then failed. You can go down a countless list of movies, but this right here, this is like the standard bearing right here. Lethal Weapon. Um, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover. It's just good, man. It's just a good movie. Um, what are your thoughts? A lot of thoughts about this. Um, one, this really started a genre like real, you know, we talk about buddy cop movies. Let's, this is like the first really big time buddy cop movie and buddy cop franchise. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of talent behind this, you know, directed by Richard Donner, the man who directed the Superman franchise. And Richard Donner, you know, recently passed away. When you wanted to make money, you brought him in. Like you look at you look at the list of some of the movies he has done. It's just insane. You know, he did Superman, did the Goonies, did Scrooge. Like whenever you need to make whenever you need to make money, and you need something like you know professionally done, you brought in Richard Donner. You see that name? You you gonna get you go you gonna get them my them ducats. Matt, you know Maverick. Oh, so there's sixteen blocks. One of your favorites. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I I would I, I would think so because you know he he's basically working up until like you know last movie he his first movie he did was nineteen sixty one. Last movie he did was two thousand six. That's a long. That's forty years. Um, I think that Donner family is set. Oh yeah, I mean all you gotta do is whenever you watch a Fox movie who produced by is him. Like X Men and all those, so you got that. Shane Black helped write the script. One of his first, you know, you, it's Shane Black is the reason why people know about Hollywood writers. If you ever pay attention to that, 
because he was one of like the big ones back then. And you know, a funny thing was that Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis went out for each other movies. Like they offered, they offered Lethal Weapon to Mel Gibson. He I, said no. I, I feel like we talked about it in Die Hard, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and they offered no Mel Gibson to do Die Hard. He was no. Everybody, a lot of people said no to Die Hard. Because they, they didn't think about Die Hard. And I don't know. I think that's a smart move because I don't see Bruce Willis having that type of energy with Danny Glover. Yeah, because you, you got to have go somebody because I guess Danny Glover's playing it straight. And I don't know if Bruce Willis can bring that energy that I Mel Gibson brought. Like Bruce Willis can play it's like Bruce Willis is had a different type of wide. Hey, we might as well Mel Gibson was a, is a maniac. Absolutely. We, and rest of the disclosure, we are only talking about the movie. We are not fans of him, the person. Nope. And I just hope people don't think we are condoning that because, boy, there's some wild stuff and it is the shit that Mel Gibson was saying. And, boy, let me tell you something. It's, and it's just amazing. He said that. Not to say like it didn't affect his career because it did, but it was like he came back. A lot of times, Will Tank Will Smith career is on pause, and he just won an Oscar. Pause, and everybody got something to yeah, say. Yeah, we're gonna do Bad Boys Four. We're gonna hold out. I'm like, <laughs> yep, that Deadshot movie, everything, everything is. So- and I'm, and I'm, and people, and you know what? It's you know what? And I was in a conversation with somebody, and they were mad because Kareem Jabbar was coming out saying, you know, basically condemning it like that and people weren't getting the reason why they was like oh old people are always doing that they i'm like part of it yeah but i'm like one thing you have to understand about ellie like they're not just saying that some of them they're not saying this to be spiteful they saying that because they don't want him to go through what they went through because you gotta keep in mind especially if you watch winning time it's a lot harder to be a black celebrity back in the day than it is now mm-hmm. and it's like if you move the wrong way you might they might have killed you. Forget not having a career. You might be dead. And it's like, if you can't tell somebody who grew up during the civil rights era, like they don't know how it is. They know. That's the problem. They had that perspective. It's like, listen, we don't want y'all, we don't want you going through what we went through because we know the system is trash. They're going to make an example out of you and everybody else. It's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's Will Smith. And they treat right? him like he any line can't work. Right, like it's just it's at my my feelings towards that, and I'll be sure what it is that. Okay, that's the punishment you want to give. But what happened to all these little other people move maneuvering white folks that's maneuvering through your? They white. That's what I'm saying. Like you got rapists, pedophiles, all types of people sitting out there, and can come every year, but nothing said. Like what? What the fuck are we doing right now? But you know, we saw the club. I'm like, you know, Mark Wahlberg. Beat up an Asian in public during the academy. They say something like, but no, it's like you got a lot of people who are a lot worse than Will Smith that's just letting stuff slide. That's fine. That's what I'm just saying. It's just, it just rubs me the wrong way. But we'll leave that there, here, there. Yeah. Mel Gibson is, he, his, for a long time, he was a whole world. It's like a maniac that you could hug. Right. That also had a sense of humor. And could be in like a you know you would want to sleep with. That's hard to pull off because like absolutely that is because this takes a lot of like we and we try to argue about 
we have we haven't had somebody fill that role since. No, and 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 the more I thought about it after we recorded, and I was looking at certain movies, I'm just like, no, I don't. There's there's really nobody. There's people who have have like bits and pieces of Mel Gibson. Like Russell Crowe has some Mel Gibson. Hugh Jackman has some. Nobody has it all. Yeah, like you can't yeah. lethal weapon to what bird on a wire to a, a romance comedy. He was like, wait a minute, that's some wild shit right there. And he had the master of being like a hero that played it like a villain, and you still rooting for him. Mm-hmm. And that's that's also hard. Like it's like he just had this whole because it's like that's and the thing about the lethal weapon franchise is as you see, as time progresses. It's funny how he kind of tones it down a little bit, a little bit, but still has that edge. It's like Lisa Walker before whole point is, do I still got it? Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's what that's what Lisa Walker stands out. It's like you see a progression of time is how they mature as characters in ways that franchises you don't necessarily see up until really Fast and Furious. And and on uh, Danny Glover's Murtaugh side is like, oh, this dude he he keeps me alive. Like I feel rejuvenated with him. Like, I yeah. mean, like, I, I felt old, but he always say, you know, when you get too thick, I'm too old for this shit. Because <laughs> there's a funny thing. They age, like you said, they aged him up 10 years. Right. Oh, and, and that's probably the best thing and worst thing to have in his career where he got to, like, feel like, oh, Danny Glover's too old. I'm like, no, he's not. He just acted. Yeah. Yeah. It's seeing it because I was just like, oh, when I got to four, I was like, okay, he's at the age where the, where the character started now. <laughs> but he is not no 61 year old man he's 50 I mean this man is walking around with abs in the 80s ain't no 50 I think Kodo wasn't wasn't looking like that an alien like what are we talking I'm about a, I'm a, I think I said it before I think you said it that motherfucker was built yes that's a big man a built big man it's like Danny Bill. there's an argument to be made and I don't know how somebody could disagree. Like when you talk about black stars in the eighties, it was basically like Eddie Murphy, him, and Whoopi Goldberg. There's an argument made that Danny Glover was the second biggest black actor as far as like movie starring like during that time. Frame. Yeah, yeah. Like pre Denzel and pre Wesley, pre Morgan Freeman. Like who else? Like think about that time frame from like eighty five to like. 90. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Because if I remember, my dad will always be checking for a, a Danny Glover movie <laughs> around this that time. Man, I mean, this man was in Lethal Weapon and the Star Predator 2. Yeah. And still doing like dramas. Yeah, still doing things on the side and whatever you, know, you want to do. Like, like the movie works. Like, one of the reasons why the movie works is kind of like it's different than Die Hard because Die Hard is all about. Bruce Willis dealing with spectacle, mm. like shit, shit blowing up, shit falling down. Him like just getting tortured, trying to survive. At least the weapon is action, but it's not like big buildings blowing up action. It's more like you know we beating people up, we shooting people. It's more about you know character. Because you watch the movie, like especially this one, it's like yeah, you just like Martin Riggs is not faking. Oh, he found Martin, that out after the jump. <laughs> like, yeah, Martin Riggs is a maniac that's a that is ready to die because he misses his wife and Riggs is out here trying to like you know 
keep him off the ledge without falling off the ledge with him. And it's just like that whole interact, like that. The movie doesn't work if their partnership doesn't work and they don't have chemistry. And say what you want, you know that whole. Wow, not like they friends. Oh yeah, you can tell. Like you can tell. Like it's like you said, chemistry is important. It's like when you think of like the whole Mount Rushmore. They are at the top. Mike Lowry, Marcus Burnett's right there, and then Lee and Carter. I don't know who got the fourth spot. That's to be determined. I guess when they make two more Hobbs and Shaw, we can put that there yeah, too. I, I know because the Rock and Jason Kim, the Rock and Jason Statham has awesome chemistry, but ain't been a lot of people that's done enough to like just nab that. I can tell you who got it. Who got that fourth spot? Buddies, uh, Don Johnson and your man, the other dude from Miami Vice. Well, I'm talking about movies. Okay. If we talk about TV, that opens up because yeah, if you movie, of course, Miami Vice. But like, I mean, TV, of course, Miami Vice. Movies, it's kind of hard. Yeah, I can't think of them out the top of my head because it's like a lot of because t- you can tell because they tried a lot of times it is like <laughs> all those I Spy and Hollywood Homicide and Cop Out like think about how many action comedy movies they had with cops where they just like Bruce like somehow really thought Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> On paper, it sounded. Kevin's, Robert, you know, Robert De Niro and Eddie Murphy is show and oh, Showtime. Showtime. Yeah, like Owen Wilson, Eddie Murphy, and I spy, like Josh Hartnett. Who thought Harrison Ford's cranky ass? Like, you put him with Josh Hartnett. That's my like, what are we doing? What about Last Boy Scout? It's funny where the, I don't even know it's a buddy cop movie because they don't really get along to the end. It's yeah. it's more like this whole I don't know how to describe that. Antagonistic chemistry. I called it. I called it on Jay Show a dysfunctional buddy cop movie. Yeah, basically forty eight hours, which is I call that separate. <laughs> that's that's a that's a separate genre. Like it, like we talked about forty hours saying it's a buddy cop movie. It's like they ain't really buddies. Yeah, maybe another forty eight hours is a buddy cop movie, but not that first. They, one. they ain't that. They ain't really buddies in the second one either. Where my money, where my money at? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it, Rich. I got your money. I just had to pay a bill here and there. Damn spirit. Like, Damn spirit chucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just less racist in another 48 hours. Oh, he so, ain't racist at all in that another 40 hours. Eddie Murphy cut that shit out. I bet he did. I just want to keep you on your toes with this with this bigotry keep you sharp. Um, The last, like, most recent one, like, two, two guns. Denzel and Mark had awesome chemistry. You know what? I just watched that last week, and I was like, damn, I know we're going to do this eventually, but I wonder why they didn't do another one. Denzel didn't do sequels back then. Man, and Mark did. Wahlberg didn't really do sequels like that back then either. Wait, I think Mark was on, he was in his wave, so he was probably just go jumping. To, from, yeah, to Mark Wahlberg found this whole thing is like, I don't need to have a franchise. My franchise is be doing action movies like yeah that's an awesome that's a movie at work because it's like why they get along yep a, a, a lot i was i was i was surprised by how well they got along in that movie mm-hmm. so but we can't talk about die hard about talking to villains and oh. look <laughs> i'm sorry so funny thing, the villains the villains yeah. though i didn't okay i was so i i watched all of them I didn't get hyped for the villains until Jet Li. 
Okay, that's because you don't you know. So you just quote apartheid then. <clears throat> okay, let me correct it. I wasn't interested in any of the villains as far as their character, like you know, just the characters and what they were giving off on the screen. I'm just like, ugh. I guess. Look, it ain't okay. I'm I'm part of me wishes I just did Lethal Weapon 2 first. <laughs> just in the bud. Cause it's like it ain't no way in the world you can watch Lethal Weapon 2 and be ambival- ambivalent toward the villains. Racist, greedy South African drug dealers. Hating on hating on the black police man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, get, get them Catholic. Like, what is this? Like, they having Mel Gibson be the progressive paragon of virtue is hilarious. Because it's like, how can you not hate against South Africans? Oh, I hated the you know what they were the as far as the character was doing. I'm just talking about maybe the actor or actresses. I wasn't too hype. That that boy is like, See, uh, you got you don't got good luck with women, huh, Ricks? <laughs> killed killed <sighs> his wife. And then killed his girlfriend. Is like, oh no, they were putting, they were putting them. I, that's the reason I love Lethal Weapon too, because people don't think about how wild that is. Where it's like, yeah, we're gonna make a bunch of white people the villains, Did and you know, have you like like that. That's a, that was a big deal back then. That was some wild shit. They killed his wife and his girlfriend. That was some wild fucking shit though. But yeah. yeah. One thing Lethal Weapon did through the first three is like had the villain have a connection like somebody in the movie. Like Lethal Weapon one, they basically, you know, have connections to Rays and Murtaugh by different reasons. Lethal Weapon two is, yeah, we I was messing with your family back in the day, Rays. Lethal Weapon three was I, my your boss fired me and now I'm just trying to get paid. And yeah, and, then, and yeah, black on black crime, get the guns off the street. Man. Let's play some. Let's play some boys the man at the funeral, and have and have Murtaugh ready to just wild out. out. He took the main Uzi. I was like, I'm gonna use it to kill him. I was like, okay. And that's the progression of movie where Riggs had to calm down Murtaugh. Like, look, I know about this black community stuff. We can't be moving like this. And they all added like more and more things. And up until Lisa Walker before the movies didn't cost that much to make. The budget be like 15, 20, 30, like 30 million dollars. And they make they was making money. First one made like 120. Mm-hmm. Second one made in the twos, third one made in the threes. I'm surprised how much these th- I'm surprised how much Lethal Weapon 3 made. Probably based off Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah. I mean the hype, you know, it's got the hype just <laughs> hype just got better and better. And this is also a genre along with that they don't really do anymore. The R-rated action franchise. Besides the expend, like unless the most recent ones are like Deadpool and Expendables, and even Expendables try to do PG thirteen part three, like not like. Why it's did? funny think it's it's funny thinking about it because Ambulance just came out. By all accounts, it's a good movie that would did a lot better if it came out like twenty years ago. Why did Hollywood Hollywood go away from? Already, because an update was because they decided, do we want to make uh two hundred to three hundred million dollars, or do we want to make five to six hundred million? Comic book movies change that. Okay, because my Michael Bay kind of started it with like Transformers, because even then it's like I can make you know, 
I can make R. I can make Bad Boys Two and be R rated and make three to four hundred million dollars, or I can make Transformers and make a billion dollars. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said Michael Bay. Real quick, did you see what he t- uh, Steven Spielberg told him that he talked well, about? Stop after the, stop after the third. Yes, one? he just it was just fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would have been a good stopping point as far as like like the third one is probably if not the first one, the best one. Yeah, yeah I that would have been there. a good stopping point. Uh, although I do have a soft spot for four, I will say that. But if we didn't have, we could have the world could have been fine without five. I still haven't watched five yet. I would, yeah, that's. I just remember watching this. I like Michael Bay need to take a break. <laughs> like this, it just felt, it just felt sloppy. And that's one thing you say all these weapon movies. They don't like nothing. They are, they are not sloppy. They oh no! And one thing I noticed about this movie in particular, there is no filling time. It's just go, 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 go. Yeah. Cause it's like you telling your story, like the story is real simple. And yeah, we talking about the villain. Like this was Gary Busey comeback. This is how we had. That's how Gary Busey became a thing again. Was because of this. And it's just funny seeing how I don't know low key and Gary Busey together, but how low key his character is. Where it's like he evil, but it ain't like it's funny. He a soldier. Yeah, it ain't Predator Two level evil. Like he ain't ain't other seas where I'm becoming a maniac. Or like point break. It's kind of like, you know, it's menacing. Like Gary Busey is like menacing on the screen. And he ain't really, he's barely shot, you know, and he ain't he ain't number one in charge. He's the second in charge. Oh mm-hmm. boy, you know, Mr. Joshua, your arm. Yes, sir. He <laughs> this boy that McAllister. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to get paid. So what the, what the fuck are crazy? You want to do business, yes? Yeah, yeah, you wanna, but um, you want to yeah. move this work? Yes, like, you want to buy these, want to buy these bricks? I want to make some money. Right, look, man, it smell like baloney, man. Stop. Just, to, just to prove a point. <laughs> you know how low you gotta be. Stick your arm out. I'm just gonna burn you. Get, get that checked out. Yes, sir. Just right, right. Just to prove a point. Yeah, that's some wild shit. You ain't getting me doing that shit. And one more thing before we get into it. Mm-hmm. This. The whole Riggs and Murtaugh's daughter thing is just so damn wild. And they continued that bit all the way through. <laughs> I mean, at least as she aged out, it became more appropriate. By the time like Lethal Weapon 4, where it played off as a joke. Yeah, like you, but, you thought yeah, we really they, was gonna be together and like they joking on him about it, but this first one is like, ew. Yeah, first one and the second one, not as much, but the second one is still kind of there, too. But the first one, is, it is blatantly there. The kids are joking about it. The mom, like, oh, leave that alone. Danny goes, like, pull a bullet down your ass. And it's like, she is what, high school? I, you know what? I and mean, that's what I was trying to ask you. Is she supposed to be out of high school now? But he's like a high school senior. Because even the second one is like, I think she like college age. Okay. But even then, they talk about she's not supposed to be drinking beer. Yeah, so, so she probably in high school. She probably like a senior. Yeah, but like the second one, they saying like second one, she ain't of age yet. So oh, first one got to be high school thing. She just like she read us. She see Martin Riz like mm, I need some. I need to hop on this caucus mountain. He is uncomfortable because <laughs> he like uh, yeah okay. 
And it's funny where how they romance, how they treat him in romance. Cause it's like first one, he, my wife did, I want to see her. Second one, he finally get a chance dating the enemy and then she died. And then the third one's like, all right, we need to get a woman version of Riggs and have Renee Russo spin kicking Lee by 501 jeans. Well, you forgot about Murtaugh. That's 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 his second love. I mean, that's just that's the bro man. This house they doing laundry, and it's like this. Yeah. It worked, and it's hard, and it's funny. That it's funny how we they do the how family's a big thing in this one, and people accept it. Fast and Furious is like it's the joke. It's a joke, even though they family. Because <laughs> I'm like, before we get a movie. I think about you, Ludacris. I'm rich. I'm a tech hacker. I look the way I look. I don't got nothing. My homie called me talking about we got a job in Germany. And I'm like, all right, what time? That's family shit. Yeah, all you ain't just you ain't you ain't just doing that just to do that. Like you ain't doing that for everybody. Yeah, and like they don't need the money. It's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pretend to be G.I. Joe because the homie asked us. It's like, no, that's family. Like to the, by the time you get to like eight, where it's like I got a I got a job in Germany. <laughs> I don't even know if they get paid. They just show up. I mean, what they you know what Gal Gadot saying the six months. This is who we are. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. Normally you do that because you ain't getting paid. Like once you pay, it's kind of like, are you doing that? Oh, this is something very important I wanted to say about this movie because I think. We don't get well, I know it's in the first two, and especially in this one. In the 80s, and they're showing you men do not like to talk about their feelings at all. No, do not ask us how we feel. Don't ask us none of that shit because the um hey, I guess the head psychiatrist for the department is like, Yeah, this man's on the edge. I mean, well, if he died, then we'll know for certain. And the, and the chief is basically like, well, we know I was wrong if he dies. And I'm just like, yeah. And he, he the only person he talks to is Murtaugh. That's the only person he could convey some of the things that was going on. And he, Murtaugh the same way. Some of the stuff that was going on, he would just tell Riggs. But before that, you could tell it was the thing of, you know, men were macho. They didn't talk about their feelings. He would just go home, cry to his dead wife picture and think about suicide. So it was. Yeah, I, I, I will say this: um, they they aged both of them. Because yeah. Murtaugh's gonna be fifty, and Riz will be thirty-eight. Nuggets was thirty. <laughs> but that mullet do make him look thirty-eight. <laughs> that mullet do make him look old. That boy is that boy is lean to the point where you can think like, yeah, he might be able to chase down this car. Although by the time they get the leaf open too, you make it feel like it's just slow ass in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like they is just let me know when you're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. So we are street. This is streaming on HBO Max. We are going to start playing in five, four, three, two, one, play. So we kind of skip past the jingle bell song. And like one thing about oh one thing about Lethal Weapon that music that that saxophone that guitar oh. <laughs> like you can just hear something like I I don't know if you got a clip but like you, that's the one thing about Lethal Weapon 
you hear the music, you know what you're watching. Yeah, you definitely do. That saxophone was all over this one. <laughs> <laughs> they Murtaugh just like, I just want to relax. That saxophone when Murtaugh show up, <laughs> that guitar and rig show up. Shorty is beaming up to Scotty. Shout out to New Jack City. Mm-hmm. And it's funny where you just watch this movie, you don't know what's going on. Oh, she just using drugs. And it was a thing. Casual drug use in the 80s was a thing. Just people just be like bumping live, like Robocop. They be in the office. <laughs> what do you think about Dick Jones? <laughs> I was thinking if he saw us, he would call human resources after you hit that damn bump. All I would say was so wild times. We used to smoke at McDonald's, so <laughs> I guess everything is fair game. Can you imagine that? You Dale, you try to eat a big Mac and somebody go, Yeah, what's up? What the fuck? Stop, stop blowing that smoke in my fries. She's <laughs> up here zooted. She did this jumping rope on the real life. She got trained to do it. Oh, for real? Yes. Shit, yeah. Action junkie. Hey, we'll make it look right. Jeff Hardy ain't got nothing on this one, Tom. And just showing, like, back when we had to do prep, that's why practical age is better because they're actually doing it. CGI is the whole thing, like, unless you top, even if you top notch, it's still CGI. So it may look good back in the day, not gonna say look good now because that's how technological, like, hey, God of War 1 was was awesome. You showed it to somebody now, they'd be like, Fuck you doing? <laughs> Man, y'all, y'all was in the projects, huh? That shit, that shit look. And she up here, she just do a swan time, just jump. You like what is I? What am I watching? And it just shows like the time. It's like it's like boom, like eight, seven, eight seconds. Mm-hmm. And you're like that's how the movie start. A white woman jumping off a building and snorting a line. And people just walking by. Like, you see the my shadows business. of people. Yeah. In my business. Yeah. You could tell Murtaugh about time. That house, he lived in Los Angeles in that house. Man, he's trying to enjoy his bath. And I know Los like, yes, 50 my ass. Not looking like that. <laughs> I'm so bad that I know his real age. Be out there. Who bringing me a birthday cake in the tub? Like, I can. I can wait. And it's the whole thing of black family. Yeah. yeah. That look that look appropriate. Like they got a woman that look like she'd be married to Mercer. They don't got Robin Gibbons up there. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't I know real much. Like, get your ass up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm don't be bringing the cake in the bathroom. That is nasty. Yeah. And just seeing how young Rianne looks in this picture, I'm like, ugh, leave, leave Ricks alone. <laughs> and he's just looking at the grin and beer and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting too old. This You probably hear that saxophone like, yeah. And then you see Riggs. Living wild. Well, not living wild, but he, he always lived a near long, the beach. Living, a, living near the beach in a trailer park alone. Like, ain't like Riggs on the I'm going to tell you something. If you down, if you want to know a white person down and out, they was laying in the bed with a cigarette. Just down, coughing, living here at a beach. Look at that. That's smoking in the bed. <laughs> coughing. Like, are you okay? 
And it's like, how you like you're a world class killer athlete? You just puffing a Virginia slip. That that's basically what Riggs is. Riggs is a, 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 a number one draft pick. It's going down bad. He don't look like he's going down bad. It's the whole funny thing is like he don't look washed up. He just look burnt out. As is it. He ain't yeah. he, he mental. It's all mental. Just walk around, just swing it in the breeze. He's like stung out with my beer here. He, Eat this Eat cigarette butt dog. <laughs> Want some beer? Breakfast <laughs> is beer. I'm like, I ain't ever seen Riggs eat a salad in my life. Let's see, That's he's only 38. Hey, no way in the world you were 38 doing yeah. that looking that way. 30, I can still see that. That'd be the tail end where it's like my metabolism allows me to do that. <laughs> this is breakfast, beer, and cigarettes. He just looked like I do not want to live. At all, what a contrast! You're right, family man, Murtaugh. Is he eating bacon? Just much on bacon. <laughs> I make sure this it's boy, a, this boy yeah. dressed like he's ready to teach, right? Serious. He's not like a little damn Physics. cop. <laughs> oh, he, he cut all that beard too. All right, but he needs some see, turkey. See, that's the whole thing. Ain't nobody got enough time for breakfast like that anymore. To be in a rush. Like, I, I, I was going to Starbucks. Like, how early? The, like, for me, if I work my morning shift, if I wanted to eat breakfast, I would have to wake up like 5 in the morning. No, so, no. Like, to comfortably get up, make a full course breakfast, eat it, and then get ready. Okay. Breakfast take like, take like 30 to 50 minutes from what you're making. To cook and eat it. I only eat breakfast when I'm off. When I'm going, when I'm on. I if I'm hungry, I get some when I'm out. But other than that, nah, I ain't messing now cooking. Uh, she's like, yeah, I ain't got time for age. That makes me fifty, which makes you. She like, you better not tell my age these white people. <laughs> Find about Michael Hunsaker made a call. Who's that? Oh, Vietnam buddy. You need to kill him, Roger. Lord. You owe me. This man said this out in public like a wild man. Nah, I can't be honest. See, I don't want to say what a, what a daddy would normally say. You need to keep your wild ass in the house. Pretty See, much. Yeah, he's thinking it. Yeah, like you don't say it. Fuck you got on. Well, it's like she grown. I mean, well, that's the whole thing. You, you don't want to be out there policing activity for your daughter that you want to do for your son. Yeah, that's why he kind of left it alone. He was just like, shit. Although, you probably had the same idea. Like, nah, I don't know about this shit. Five feet, 350 pounds. Who did rest of Rhino? <laughs> so they figured out that the woman jumped as they interviewed <laughs> the hooker. He's like, oh, she's just, she just a working girl. Let her be. That's how you know you've been working long enough. You had a relationship with the with the clientele. All, so he said, all dressed up and nobody to blow. I, I, was, I don't <laughs> like, come on, man. They degrading sex workers, man. I mean, he let her go. But yes, he is. That was the thing back then. Age 22, prostitute. One arrest, no conviction. Yo, what's the name? Hunsaker. Michael and Claire is like, oh. Like shit. 
The motherfucker was trying to call me. Mm-hmm. He was paying the bills. Like, I don't know. So long. Yeah, he, yeah, he's mad now because it's, it's personal. He about to retire. Worry for me the same way as my last fucking job. I got me a ring with this new guy. Yeah. So I went through seven deadly cities. Jesus. It's a wild world out there. You know, I was just ready to go home and sip some tea. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to do seven one day. Talk about See, it. Brad, Talk about somebody Brad. who would just retire. Nah, man, I ain't doing no more. This shit wild. Yeah, and Brad Pitt out here playing a me <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you took your date to that movie, I hope you got no sex. That's all I got to say. What, Seven? Yes. Oh. I can see why people want to live in Los Angeles. It's like, the, like if that's your daily view with that weather that never changes. Yeah. Yeah. As you get more info, I'm scared. Oh, look at milk is for eating lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh that see, I'm not a drug with the whole sniffing and licking and stuff like that. I'm like Man, you can't do that. These they that shit with fentanyl. You'd be out look, like a light. Look at the look at the stages of mullets you got out there. Man, that's some serious business, especially that's the, that's the Wayne Grisky era. So yeah. <laughs> especially when I made with the red and black oh, that shit is serious. Yeah, I'm gonna buy all of it, like a hundred. Oh, okay. That much. Oh, his hairline fell on them too. Who, the the one in the red? Yeah, that shit fell in his yeah. ass. I mean, that's there to, that's there to headbutt cops. Shit. He out there counting on $100. What the fuck? I'm not here. I'm losing count. <laughs> yeah, I ain't counting once. 96, 97. <laughs> 100,000. 100,000. Imagine y'all here getting a lap dance and give them 21s. They be looking at you like, oh. What? I mean, they take it. Well, they be they would be talking about you in the um in the locker room. And like, I take this whole stash from free. Yeah, assholes in jail. They like that's fake. Yeah, how you go out pick up the? Oh, nah, it's fake. What? How you know? Yeah, you know, the, you you've been up in close like you know this badge ain't real. He, he was just hoping. <laughs> you ain't real. You crazy? It's like yeah, he gonna pretend to be a cop. And now you wish he tomorrow you crazy like nah, you made a mistake. He is crazy. This bitch do some three stooges shit, and they pull a gun out. No, that's a real badge. I'm a real cop. This is a real fucking gun. Ah, right, your man is hiding in the trees. What the fuck is wrong with his aim? <laughs> I mean, he, he must have had beef with homie because he clearly I, shot him on purpose. Yeah. And meanwhile, you can tell. See, Riggs is how cops think they move. <laughs> <laughs> this boy rolling around like yeah I'm I'm a real Vietnam vet I still got he, he is tactical shooting cop now be fumbling around gun <laughs> hit himself the foot with the taser so would you tell me most cops move like uh, Fre- uh, Fredo uh-huh. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> 14 year old he like the monster had to shoot him 45 times like he dropped oh. a gun pick up a machine gun and he got, you know, he got to drop on Riggs. What's Riggs say? Shoot him. Shoot him. 
what you waiting for? He's like, yeah. and you think it's like this whole bravado thing, like he just saying that to say, to say oh, he said it because he mean it. Yeah, he telling the dude to shoot me, but he know and he ain't he gonna do it. But him, he pulled a gun. I was like, yeah, come on, you mother. Look at that angle on his face. They know that too. Look at look at that. Look All right, Riggs, man. Chill, Chill out. out. He's like, <laughs> 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 like, like he'd have been a he'd been a good Wolverine. This man acting like motherfucking Triple H right there. <laughs> that boy PTSD kicked him, kicked his ass. <laughs> oh shit, I didn't even think about that too. That motherfucker was in the war, so you probably do go through PTSD too. Between that, his wife died the way she died, it's like Oh, that you know what? Now that you say that, that makes it more. Um, when he talk talk about that story about him shooting somebody from so many yards, only eight or ten people could do that. Yeah. One thing I was always good at. Yeah, here now all the rage, this Spanish. Look how look how sad this boy look. It's probably his what saddest moment uh-huh. throughout the franchise. I have I have been this sad. And let me tell you something. It ain't no way to feel. Uh, it's the point where it's like, you know, I just want to go see my wife. I don't got nothing to live for. Like, think about what he got to live for in his mind. He probably don't got any friends. He don't got any kids. He just go, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. That don't solve nothing. Hey, remember, like, the only thing that keeps him he says is a job. Yeah. It's like Batman with no Alfred and no Robin. There's a reason why Batman always had somebody around so he wouldn't so he only be 57% maniac and not 100% maniac. So they used a real blank bullet in the gun so it looked real. He just out here wiping the mm, This is, oh, this is tough. Yeah, it's hard watching. Yeah, it's a long, we come a long way like watching Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah, you would never think stuff like was like this down bad. At least the weapon one. This this is down as bad as you can get. Just looking, them, them, them piercing eyes is like yeah. That, mm. Let's just say when I was twenty four, yeah, stuff was rough. So, uh, me too. <laughs> like twenty four, twenty five, like mid twenties. You and you, you might be in school. You might be working, trying to figure stuff out. Oof. If it wasn't for my mama that day, yeah, things could have went left. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know what I, I, don't know. I think it was just more like I, I don't want to let them win. I think it was some, I think it was some sip shit for me. Like no, and he got the gun in his mouth. He can't do it. And he's just like mad at himself. You know, he knows the right thing. It's like oh. Just want to hug him. It'd be all right, baby. Oh, you know this had the women. Oh, let me hug him. Oh my goodness. Look at, look at, see, he had a mother at his wedding. Hell no, he just let that shit grow. Yeah, keep mad, it going. He had the Mad Max um, part two haircut. She won't let him have no damn mullet. I'm mad you since the Wayne Gretzky era. I always think about that. <laughs> <laughs> just Boy, give me the Gretzky. Slow it. Give me the give me the Edmonton. Give me the Edmonton too. <laughs> see out here like just hugging the picture, just missing it so much. And it's like, yeah, Lethal Weapon 2 hit a lot more seeing oh this shit he's gonna do Lethal Weapon 1 and then just go out. You know, I was first time we ain't met Ricks. 
I was not supposed to kill you. Your, your wife had to be there. You know, must suck that that happened, eh? This man that's, what, that's what you get for liking black people. Damn. Who's this old ass lady? She that man with the stick. Get your shit together. Should <laughs> she, she be retired? No, she probably got parking tickets. I mean, who's she chasing down? Nobody. She's got a billy yeah. club too. Who the hell is she chasing down? He like, don't worry, it's some BS. He just trying to get some overtime. <laughs> uh, and one thing about Lethal Weapon is they used to save people in multiple movies. Mm-hmm. So it felt like it's like a friend. It felt like, and it's different. Like other franchises didn't really do that that much. Even like Indiana Jones and Die Hard is like, you know, Carl Winslow pop up like two minutes in the second one. That's it. That's one of the uh, charm about the Lethal Weapon franchises that they just, you know, kept using their main players. He's like, you know, all himself will know I'm wrong. Excuse me. Shit. You see that side say men. Say 2000, yeah. We do men and women here back in the 80s. Call my asshole. Asshole. Like the guys in the 80s, they aren't tough. The sensitive people. They show their emotion around women and shit like that. They play that for a joke. Pretty much. This is this, this was the 80s where I was playing it for a joke. I'm sensitive. Last night, last night I cried in my bed. <laughs> no, that. Like you were your woman? Like, no, that's why I was crying. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Get out. This motherfucker, he isn't always in the damn cop movie. Always a goddamn cop. Yeah, good, either a good cop or a bad cop. Was he the dude that was in was it Die Hard? Yes. Johnson? Yes. Uh-huh. About, I, I was five when you talking about Vietnam. This motherfucker. He laid up like I don't trust this dude. Oh, you cut your hair? Oh, you cut your beard? Wow, great, great detective work. He might defy his ass. This new edition with the ass. So it's like, oh, somebody else was in bed with Amanda just before she died. He said, I was supposed to tell you, got a new partner. How are they getting a new partner? He about to retire. <laughs> is he about to retire? He just said he's too old for this shit. Oh, he was talking about retire. Like, pull it, he looked at the gun. He like, what are you talking about? How was going on? The Metal Gear Judo flip. Man. Look at that look. He's like, I'll oh, reach a new party. Oh, what's up? <laughs> no, I'm too old for this shit. Damn. With the saxophone playing. <laughs> Now they bring like they see a good cop. They try to do small talk. Ray's ain't here for it. Yeah, Ray. Finish Friday with Vietnam. No word. Rig so used to working with somebody so quick, ain't trying to get too close. You know this ain't gonna last. That's his mind probably. Like it's not mind, you know. Here we actually arrest folks. Not that crazy shit you've been doing. Looking at each other's guns. I've never been a good person. What they say, like John was a broke son, use a fist. And 
you got a Beretta. You're like, oh, six shooter. A lot of old timers carry those. Looking like motherfucker. Them both, them both basically playing 10 years older than what they really are. It's hilarious. You know, all that Tai Chi killer stuff. Oh, you must be a resident. You're at least a weapon. He's like, all right, just cut the shit. Go ahead and have a conversation. You know, I got transferred. They think I'm insane. That's all they want to work with me. Or they think I'm fake and get a pension. What's nobody want to work with me? He's like, I don't want to work with you. Guess what? <laughs> I don't want to work with you. I got no choice. Just smoking in the car. Oh, um, people don't take people take for granted how bad things used to be. People just smoking everywhere. <laughs> just indoors. Yeah, like, it's wild. I I go back and I think and I'm just like, yo, motherfuckers, you just smoke everywhere, and it was okay. Just was in your clothes and your lungs, all of that. Now so this was before my time, but I know they used to smoke in the movie theaters too. Oh my god, I would not be able to go to movies. So we don't get the villain. We don't see the villain until twenty three minutes into the movie. He's like, "Oh, what's your name?" That's hardly important. <laughs> you I know my name. Call me Mister Joshua. Ask hey, all these questions. Yeah, feel like the why are they in why are they here? Good hideout spot club. Yeah, because nobody would think he had it. This dude like a white villain. Got he, a turtleneck in the eighties. He did. I know he jacket. I know he hot. Nah, he got a heart to be hot. Yeah. If he, he got a fit like that, he ain't sweating. He is a filler. Probably got the uh, AC on 76. Where the hell you get cycles on us? Oh, I don't think you're, I don't think you're funny. You know, the military people ain't here for no jokes. You're using mercenaries. Like, what you got against mercenaries? You need, you need two patriots? Like, my people are loyal. They're loyal to me. Do you smoke? Do you like, smoke? The way he talks is funny. Give me your lighter. You see, you start sweating. All the dude ain't sweating at all. Your lighter. Give it to me. I'm like, all right, man. We're like, what's he doing? Take it easy. Grab him. Shut your mouth. Shut up and don't move. I'm like, why can't you just do it? Why you gotta hold my hand? Because you won't cuss. You stuff like that. He Joshua knows coming up. Your left arm. You just no questions asked. I don't. I don't like nobody enough to do this. And you know it hurt because it's face twitching. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Y'all hear like, oh my god, Paul. When you think about a hot dog, just cooking that shit. You ain't pretending it'll hurt. <laughs> yeah, man, don't look at that. That's loyalty right there. Just to prove a point. You wish to do business with us, yes. That's how you were reacting to the podcast. You better put some shit that Big Mama put on that on. He don't need nothing. <laughs> Get the turpentine, baby. <laughs> she didn't say she said butter. Whatever. <laughs> turpentine, butter. <laughs> no, that's one is the one is the strip paint, and one is the you put on a biscuit. And both neither should be on a bird. <laughs> that's the point. I can't remember what she said. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised. Our, I'm surprised our ancestors lived through the stuff they lived through. They was treating themselves like when you were sick, you should just look like a pot roast. 
soaking a soaking a big ass hot tub like dude from five deli venoms. Gee. I ain't gonna get back on that shit. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> it felt like the pills were doctored. So like, even if she had jumps from the diet, so then there was a murder. Cause he's talking to the daddy. Oh Jesus! Well, he was just walking around with suits all the time. Now, like they were now that whole new dead. Now they call you Jazena. To you, y'all here thinking you in the nineteen twenties when you were on Wall Street. You on a suit? Yeah. How many you on? One. <laughs> I I want three or four, but I, I I I toss them. Someone get some new ones. I need to get some new ones, but I, I was always taught you better have one. <laughs> you always got one, so man, they gonna they gonna get what they get from me. Somebody die. I, I, I got some dress shirts. I got I got I got co- I got dress coats. Yeah, depending on there. what type of weather it is, I might not wear suits. Man, no. Yeah, yeah, one that breathe. It don't matter what weather it is. If it's hot, it's gonna be hot no matter what you wear. Mm, I might not want to wear that. Shit, stop getting that shit from Walmart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we do man's warehouse here. Cut, knock that shit off. Okay, I hear you, Jeffrey A. Bank. So he's interviewing, you know, the father, the woman that jumped off the building. Yeah, there you go. You owe me, Roger. You owe me. Oh, Hell yeah. I wish I did right now. I think I remember. <laughs> I want you to find out. You found some of this. Find him and kill him. Man, somebody taking taking two in the chest for you. Shit. I'm like, I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you kill him. I know you can do it. Just find him and kill him. I'm a police officer. I'll give a shit. <laughs> you kill him. Just kill him. I know you're a fucking police officer. Kill him. We brought you up. I, I didn't mean it. Look, this man's out of public. He meant it. And look at look at, look at the rigs. Like, like, I'm about to shoot him right now. He's like, what the word? Smoke it. Smoke it. Like, this is, <laughs> that, that's how it was back then. You could just do that. In the hotel lobby. What was that? A bank lobby? Uh, a bank lobby. This yeah. is like a bum. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> a cigarette. Riggs wilding out. Those motherfuckers smoking, eating hot dogs. <laughs> you ain't living a too healthy life there, buddy. That's why, man. How he got abs and he ain't he not respecting his temper. At all. He's like, let me drive like that. It's totally suicidal. Everybody drive here suicidal. But you know what? It makes sense, though, because a lot of them wrestlers be smoking. So it's like, shit, I guess. What I mean, you burning that much cardio. It's like... That's why I'm just thinking. How much was Bray Wyatt? Mm, yeah, because you got because he was moving in that ring and that boy was still big. I'm like, boy, you don't be seeing that backstage catering. Yeah, Y'all times are different now. Because let me tell you, 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 think, you think Norman Osborne was still a donuts boy? Don't have him WWE <laughs> catering. He, he puts a turkey in his pocket, an old turkey. So they got a jumper. People still do that too. You don't hear it as much though. Yeah, it used to be a big thing back in the day. Now it's just like, yeah, you got to jump. Do a flip. Fuck That's how they would be. Like you're a jump, make it worthwhile. Come on, Simone Biles, backflip. Shit. Oh, that's what I'll be. 
Goddamn, like he's Spider Man. You out here going to the worst day of your life. And everybody's like, go back to work. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. They out there just, I'm like, y'all, y'all are still on the clock. Look at that fit. Cowboy. That's right. He was running around with cowboy boots on. Fuck that shit. I know his feet hurt. <laughs> not, not with all that beer he's drinking. Man, chill until you post it up. Look at the fit the dude got on. <laughs> yeah, he got he he didn't get his seat from Men's Warehouse. <laughs> yeah, he lost somebody's buddy. That's what that shit is. Like I'm just gonna come on here. See, I'm just gonna go the phone. Like, all right, word, we can jump together. I'm jumping. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, oh, I'm trained to handle this. Why he? Why did Murtaugh believe that? Oh, okay. Hey, hey, hey. easy way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Murtaugh. Like a lot of people got problems, especially during this silly season. Like, that don't mean you gotta jump. You don't know me. You don't know nothing. Don't touch me. Oh, relax. Somehow his face is just off-putting. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's just how he looks. I don't know what it is. Man, it's man, just want to jump. No, I'm talking about his actual like face. Oh, his actual face. Uh it's like very too perfect. The the weird Gretzky haircut don't help it. No, it don't. Y'all ain't no way. See, I'm looking at this movie. I they glass keep going back to Murtaugh. Ain't nowhere where you can tell me. I know black don't crack. Ain't nowhere where you tell me he's 50. Just I once mean, he yeah. The, once, he cut the beard, once he cut the beard off, like, nah. Yeah, yeah. He definitely looked like a 40-year-old man. He like a late 30-year-old. I mean, also, you have to remind, you see pictures of, like, Bobby Womack was, like, 23. <laughs> like, he was 43. <laughs> Boy, it was... Jim Crow was kicking our ass because we was aged the dog years back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know, but 25. What? <laughs> Do the cuff song where he's like, Oh, Murtaugh, like, oh, shit. so if you jump, you're gonna be killing the cop. The key out. He could have kept the key in his pocket. He's like, Nope, if he jump, he don't care. And you're gonna be a cop like, murder. I'll be dead. <laughs> Psycho, like, you come, I'm going, Fuck you, I'm jumping. You're like, You really want to jump? Let's just jump. And you're like, ah, he thought about that life too. He found somebody who was really about that life. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and he couldn't wait because it's like, you going to snap my arm off. And he's watching. And Murtaugh, like, Jesus Christ. As they jump safely. So all that time, he's just delaying it. You know, he's just delaying time. Stay open that up. <laughs> hey, this guy's crazy. Wonder how much they cost in overtime. Mm, good question. Boy, is a story we say how much this, how much we pay in Texas for overtime when you know we ain't gonna go in there. But I don't want to take a jump in my ass. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> this bay is upset. Come with me right now. We're gonna talk about this in private. Bay had it straight up his tie. But Preston says he handled the right way. Get in there. <laughs> look at that. Look how he slammed the damn. He is. He is heated. 
no, like, no bullshit. You want to kill yourself? <laughs> like, yes and no. He about to have a heart attack. <laughs> I know you. Look at how he moves. He's a good actor at all, but Yeah, you want to hear it? Like, you really crazy? Like, yeah, you want to hear about me? He's like, I just need to tell the truth. You know the worst part is? Tell him the truth. Yep. Okay. Like, see, I got this bullet right now. Hollow point. Blow my head off, so no mistakes. Ooh. Yeah, they don't make cop, they don't make moves like this anymore. It's, Look at his energy. It's too real. He was bringing like, you want the truth? Here it is. Yeah, and we're talking away from this being like, I saw my kid pee the bed, so I got to take my kid to a therapist. Look, he pulled a gun out. I'm like, all right, let's see. He still don't believe him. Because he's like, you don't have me. He's like, you shouldn't tell me. He's like, put it in your mouth. Bullet might go through your ear and like go on the sheet. Like, all right. He's trying to call his bluff. Yeah, he realized he ain't bluffing. He's like, oh, oh see that shit. Look? He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> see that eyes look. Yeah. Oh, you ain't trying. You really dark crazy. He's like, I'm not hungry. Ain't talking about it. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm going to go get something to eat. Motherfucker, you just had a hot dog. dog. (laughs) He he did jump off a building. Murtaugh's like, they they got me part with a maniac. Is he really going to do it? Like, yeah. Y'all want a cell phone back then? (laughs) Nah, no thanks. What's up, baby? Hold on, I'm just tired. Oh, carry this. My shoulder hurting. <laughs> carry this case around. This shit down. Uh, I think it's a car phone with a big ass battery. So basically, call just like, um, is he really like, yeah, you won't be around when he explode. He don't take you down with you. I'm too old for this shit. Yes, you are. You you damn sure don't look it though. <laughs> okay, he, he eating. You get a burger. You got two pieces. I mean, I don't know what he got, but the shit ain't. It's greasy as fuck. Look at that bag. I guess doing all that running around, it don't matter. Right. <laughs> I want the stock market crash. Shit, that bitch whipped that bitch. That took some effort, too, because they ain't no had no power steering, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> 50 years old. 50 That's- years old. 20 years, so he's been a force since he was 30. Got kids, house, boat. A boat. Shout out to Bianca Belair. She got a boat. You can tell she's from the South. She got a heck about getting a boat. <laughs> you bought me a fucking boat. <laughs> yeah, look at him. He out here. He's so mean. He's yeah, he's like, like, watch it, man. Shit. I was out here driving before you was itching your daddy's pants. Oh my goodness! Just looking at Danny Glover, they did try to do work to make him look fifty. Like, yeah, no, so, this is a fit. This is a fit man. Like, put a little gray in you and keep the mustache. Yeah, yeah you look fifty. And it's like Rays don't look forty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. a burnt out veteran. That boy look like he's fresh out of college. <laughs> like he, yeah, like, he like he like he like twenty seven, twenty eight. He was thirty. It's nine thirty-eight. Y'all both washed up. It's out here. Just said they finally breaking the ice. Cracking jokes. 
Got to crack some jokes after that serious moment. Yeah. You want to tell me we're in this together, right? He's like, all right. Beverly Hills got an address. That's Sugar Daddy. He ain't a suspect. So we question my dad's like, not, not shoot him in the head. I'll let you do all the talking. How do you think they're going to turn out? Uh, well, yeah, guys, go on in. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> oh, you going to smoke in the car? Yeah, why not? We can smoke everywhere. Yeah, why yeah, bother me? Yeah, <laughs> that COVID cough. Jesus. Have to watch out for my lungs. You know, we didn't care. With Beverly Hills. And he didn't care. He lit that bitch up anyway. Mind if I smoke? Yeah. Okay. Keep mine. <laughs> <laughs> what you fuck you asked for then? Uh, I know you guys will get a bullet in your ass, but go on in. The new edition mini, the new edition bikes. Oh God, that is too. She probably thought they were there for the party. I ain't know they had a party. The daytime, like two thirty in the afternoon. And I guess what the rich people do. Must be nice. Yeah, nothing to do. Uh huh. This is boring. So I'm gonna go to brunch. Man, look at this fit. Seriously, <laughs> them cowboy boots throwing me off. He got three layers on him also. <laughs> that, should be, that should be throwing you off. That man got that man's rocking the, the triple H casual fit. I got an undershirt and a shirt and his long sleeve jacket. It is Los Angeles. And he ain't sweating. But cowboy boots some jeans on. That is a nice house. It is. That's like just the money and landscape alone. It's like, ooh, turn off. Look at that. They got a, they got the whole bag for the tape. It's like, oh, look at them. There's a party. Oh shit. That's how wifey was just doing. Oh shit, boy, try to put a bullet in the ass. Put the Bob Hope socks on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, get your ass up out of here. Oh, we'll see you later. Hey, you know, get your hands on that tree. Shot in the lead. That's a good shot. Mm-hmm. Under stress. You see, that's how you do it. shoot them in the leg so they talk. Not what you're doing. Show me your hands. So you didn't pay attention. He out here. He got the chopper hiding in the pocket. That shit is atrocious. That dude got on. <laughs> when you money, when you got money, you just don't care. Everyone is just like they about to be on a ship, a yacht captain. Say it's casual. Or, or Jeff Bezos will be just like Pitbull. Oh Jesus! And <laughs> built the way he built. Dressed like a dude. All that money, you got them tight ass pants. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Bezos be dressed like a damn two thousand like, UFC fighter. Oh man, race fighter, split his ass up. He ain't playing around. Oh yeah, we're gonna save him. I know. If I'm Mertz, I am not my suit. Fuck that suit today. So they try to save the team to be shot. He is dead. Besides the fact he got shot three times, yes, he drowned. Yeah, he out of here. As you see, I'm just, just going to have some blow. He was minding his business. <laughs> well, they have a threesome. <laughs> now, and now he did his pool. I hear me, why you didn't kill? Like, I ain't killed you yet. Don't 
Don't do me any favors. <laughs> shit. That's a wild Man, now shit. He, now he feel old. It's like he just want to lay down. Like, I do not feel like getting Yeah, shit. Yeah, I can dig it. I ain't feel like getting up this morning to the show. I'm like, you know, and I got to work. <laughs> Man, I mean, I can sell some plus commercials used to be on heavy too, didn't they? They need to bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, say do shit. No, because that was doing emphasis for mild problems. Not I ate two pounds of chips. <laughs> I like put a bandaid on a, on a stab wound. Like, what are we doing? We gotta have perspective. So, say like, oh, it hurt you to say that. No, like, don't worry, we'll find out. Let's get it up. They always eat. Let's get a bite to eat. I put his cowboy boots on. Man, I'm just heavy as a bitch. I'm motherfucking crazy. Oh, shit, it's family night. Bring a white man to f- white man home. Nah, hey, hey, ain't nobody flinch when he came. Probably, call, probably told him to wait. Probably told him before I'm bringing company. At least I would think so. Because, you know, you can't just be bringing nobody straight to, to dinner like that. Get these little badass kids on. Oh, they never seen a white man before. Get out of here. The way they acting. Is that a crook? <laughs> it's my new partner, Martin. So y'all wrong. I try to be a sensible dad. This Martin race can't be wild out. This is a Christmas. Absolutely. You can't even fight it. People will try to fight it. People who had their no, they, they Chris Rowell, I he ain't rest Santa Claus in the Christmas. <laughs> I ain't hear nobody say Merry Christmas. This is my wife Trish. Looking like a nice black wife. Beautiful, wholesome. Mm-hmm. See, that's what they should have had. Replace um the original outfit. Hmm. Oh, look at that. They all flirting with each other, smacking, smacking the ass. Make it, I'm making roast. And then the whole thing joke about how she can't cook. And Martin, like, oh, this must be a nice family. Oh, boy, Leanne, come down the steps. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's basically. <laughs> oh, he was a member of the damn new kids on the block or some shit. Shit. I've seen that look before. Gal Gadot was on an inter- interview. Wonder Woman with Chris Pine. And Chris Pine be talking. She be looking like, oh, and then she, then she remember, oh, yes, I'm a married woman. You seen those clips? I think I did when it was um, doing it. I saw one or two, and she was like, keep talking, Christopher. And then just catch herself. And they all mess with like they know. Cause she out here just like got, and she looked like she like 14 in that picture. Catch a few things out here. That's where I caught my wife out there. <laughs> Would you like a tart? Hell no. Martin. Martin, no, you call him Mr. Riggs. <laughs> Sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> she just see the mom thinks it's just, oh, it's just it's cute. cute. Yeah. The kids out here joking on making fun about it. Name is Carrie. I'm no fairy. My sister's Sherry. She's in love. This guy named Martin. She's got to be grown. 
Haunch you, Rat Dad. I just imagine Danny Glover. Yeah, he's spitting on his hand. Yeah, he he he, he needs to stop. My name is Roger. I need to be Roger. A sequin Roger. He's like, yeah, that's what I'll be saying. Hada, hada, hada. That's all, all that noise. That's how black people talk. That's how old black people used to talk about rap. Yep. It's just noise. I'm like, yeah, but you gotta go put a damn Sugar Hill game. We used to walk in the park. Did to go <laughs> after dark. Had sun in my hand. In this Fort Worth native land. I'm like, y'all was not spitting. But honey, I am entertaining the guest. He ain't doing shit. That bitch don't even know what he doing. Yes, he do. No, he don't. He doing something. Yeah, he doing something, but he don't know what he, <laughs> he doing. doing. He ain't doing nothing. He, he know whatever he doing. Something. Yeah, okay. He doing something. <laughs> but he out of that something that's right. That ain't the point. We never saw this motherfucker take that boat out in any of the movies. At least the weapon too. He did take it out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he did the opening. Or was it they three? Was, matter of fact, they got a, no. They got arrested. I think on they was fighting on the boat. Matter of fact, oh, um, no, he was on the boat with the old boy on um, four too. That's how they found mm-hmm. all the uh, agents. Yeah. <clears throat> so they guy killed the dead girl. He killed the dead guy for the no, Nah, it's too out. clean, too easy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's complete. Oh, easy, easy. Should be. So sugar daddy saw. Sugar daddy said saw some shit in the day. Gave her drugs. Put it on the balcony. Bye. And that's why he came with a shotgun because he was coming for him. He like, nah, it's too easy. It's about an hour left in the movie. What's wrong with easy? Neat. I like it, neat. What's wrong with you? Like, well, you mean simple? It's your simple ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> What you push? Where's my manual? He said, "Where?" But he know what he doing, right? I was just I, looking for the yeah, manual. He was doing something. <laughs> he, he knew he was doing something. That's all he knew. That's what I said. I say he's being productive. She want to go to the club. How old is she? Nah, so I. Right. What the fuck? A blonde was so. Oh, oh, she like she got a taste for white. This one. Mm-hmm. I watch her. Hey, oh, so she's smoking, smoking weed. And yeah, she be rolling with <laughs> Donald Glover. <laughs> Atlanta. Man, this season has been a chore. So I told you, like, I'm not the audience for that show this season. Did you watch the last one? Yeah. That's right. exactly why I said that. I'm like, what is this? I want Man, he was trying shit. to, du- he was trying to duck uh, reparations. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, this ain't, that's the whole thing. That's not. Let's save it, let's save it to, to this will go off. Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody asked me in the group chat, like, what's going on with Atlanta? I'm like, yeah, Black Creator Syndrome. That's what's going on with Atlanta. I'm like, oh, you don't know no law about boats. <laughs> oh, he laughed too. He's like, shit. I'm learning though. How much money this motherfucker making? Yeah. That house, the boat. Because they be trying to make it like around that time. Motherfuckers be like, oh, you know, I ain't making no money. Oh, no, he ain't on the take. He ain't one of those little ass cops. Got the nice watch. I mean, he been doing it for 20 years. 
boy. How much money you? How much money you got? Who me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a trick question. I like the way you did that. <laughs> you could probably get and you stop sipping all that cherry blossom tea. You could probably afford a boat. Mm, boat ain't my thing. I'll do something else. But I want to do a boat. Just think about it. Like, you know, by the time I'm working 20 years, I'm just thinking about how much money I'll be making, how much money I made. Like, I have, obviously, I don't have any bank. I've worked long enough to make a million, two, million, three. So he been working 20. Kai, Kai's been making money too. He's yeah. My brother was a cop. He was making six figures. Probably so. Back in, back in, the, back in the 90s. Like, so. like you said, he's 50 now. So he, yeah, he probably. Yeah. He's like, oh, you like, you like my wife's cooking? <laughs> no. See you tomorrow. They broke the ice. They broke the ice now. again because he was That's all it took. He was honest yeah. with him. Yeah, give him a reason to live. That's all it took. It's only been to give a, a day. Sometimes it's all the all that happened. In, all that happened in the first day. That's a long ass day, like training day. Boy, if this ain't me right here. I do some random shit like to wake up at night and be like, "Shit, I'm thirsty." <laughs> We've all done that. Sip some, you know, orange juice. Three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Some some folks be heating up some pizza. I'm like, I ain't doing all that heavy stuff. Give me a yogurt. Sergeant Bertol. You know this sergeant? Yeah. 20 years, I guess he... That's what I'm saying. They be trying to make it like... Ain't that wrong being a sergeant. No. Because dude from NYPD Blue. It's just funny how they put it in this movie like, no, but he's well off though. He's good. Sergeant's making money? And on four, his mama caught a lick, so he was really on. <laughs> he thought he was on tape. <laughs> Mr. Walker, too, Rich, like, you know, all those drugs, take it. He took one stay, like, well, I got my hand, put all my kids to college. You know, where it's like, do it. <laughs> do it. No, no, this is dirt no. Like, well, I'll do something good with it. Yeah, it's just tapes. Yeah, this we this was rocking up back in the day. Oof. Forget a USB drive, flash drive. We had a big ass ticket. Rewind. Hope you hit the right spot. And 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 the HD was some glasses he got on. <laughs> shit was in 480, 480i. <laughs> Boy, y'all be messing around. Y'all be putting these Nintendos on these 4K TVs. Y'all will blow up the Nintendo. Zelda was not meant to be looked at in HD. That shit looked. I tried that one time. Just out of nostalgia. That shit keep, disgusting. Keep it on your Switch. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I, I, I tried playing Super Mario Brothers through my projector. I'm like, what the fuck am I thinking? This shit look obnoxious. So he's looking to the yearbook, find, find some names. I guess he found a clue. And now he heated. Oh, she's out there. <laughs> yeah, this is like. I don't know nobody cool enough with me just wake me up like what's up? Get your ass up. So with me. I see you in New York. <laughs> so on, nigga. Let's cherry blossom. Let's go. <laughs> I want to see the Statue of Liberty. Wake up. Yeah, you eat a bullet in your ass. I saw you wake up. <laughs> what happened? This motherfucker was just in my house with a cup of uh cherry blossom. <laughs> she let me in. The bad thing about it, my wife would do some shit like that. Was there? 
Yeah, you see, got some food. Like, he just laying in the bed. Give me that coffee. <laughs> yeah, this is like this day, a day. That's all it took. That's all it took. Sometimes that's all it does take. So down there here, just talking about the case. And you know that whole thing, oh fuck with it. Man, we another one. You heard it? Disgusting, but okay. Dang, Riggs, you homophobe? Yeah. It, it, it don't get better as this franchise goes on. It get a little better. It don't get better in the first one. It get better. No, by by the time you get to two, it's better. Surprisingly, I don't know. That's like it's only two. They still days. say some sideways shit sometimes. You get yeah, it. but it's more it's more progressive. Just think about it. Lethal Weapon Two is about this whole anti-apartheid thing. Lethal Weapon Three is about. Black on black gun violence. They over four. It's like I gotta save the homes. It's like the it's like the slave tree. I'm like Harriet Tubman. <laughs> like Bertal was like he was he was very energetic about saving the boys. Yeah, he was. After uh, shooting the homie, Jeffy wasn't playing that shit. His little rat tail ponytail. He's getting all the yeah. I ain't watched the book for a while, but he's just getting everybody at work. Man, easy fucking people up, including Renee Russo. Kick her square in the face. I'm like, shit. Wasn't she pregnant? Yes. <laughs> they ain't stop no spin kick. Did yeah, it, it didn't. <laughs> she still got it. Not like, too bad for an old man. Mm-hmm. Look at your race. You're like shit. Yeah, what if I was sleeping? Like, I'm gonna show you what an old man can do. It's like, don't you know, Riggs was solid snake back in the war? Pretty much. <laughs> like, y'all was both in the war, but y'all was fighting two different battles. Y'all was on two different difficulty levels. Ooh, like, especially look how far he had to, t- he didn't even put it back far enough. I got my one shot in. He still got that aim, though. I mean, not bad for an old man. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, how many times he had to shoot somebody? Probably not that much. So he met Riggs. <laughs> Riggs about to, he about to start. This motherfucker show yeah. off. I'm going to show you how Steph Curry do it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the Larry Bird range. Still pushing. He pushing. He did the eyebrow thing. He's still pushing it. Danny Glover's like, shit, I can't even see that no more. It's like, damn, all right, what you going to do? He doing this with a pistol. Mm-hmm. No flinching, no nothing. Put some nice glasses. Yeah, for shooting. Yeah, like those playing baseball. Man, you know. my eye. All right, James. Oh, you, you see that picture of Barry Bonds and Brian McKnight? No. That opening day. Brian McKnight's like double Barry Bond size. Oh, God. Look <laughs> at that. Made a smiley face. What eyes? It's all like shit. The saxophone play. I'm going to shooter, shooter. There goes Steph Curry right there. Uh, policeman in here. My <laughs> say, don't talk to cops. Oh, they, they joke around like, oh, yeah, we heard y'all shooting black people. Yeah, Shane, my mama's my Shane mama's Black, <laughs> Shane Black was not messing around that script. Why raise that on those glasses? Those blue blockers. 
he like his he like his cowboy boots. You're gonna bust sexy. He's like, nah, we are you good to go. Like I said, it's didn't fried nothing. Boom. What the I, I even noticed the old the old snowman on the roof. Shit. And then like Murtaugh trying to save rigs and rigs out here. <laughs> ah shit, flashbacks. And then when he called me not gonna say what he called him. What are you an, an F word? That's how they was just rolling in the 80s. Like, no, you was on fire. Yes. Um homophobia was casual back in the day, in case you were super casual. Up until the 90s, mid-90s. And look what he's doing around kids. Oh shit, I need to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Murtaugh got an inhaler and Riggs puffing a cigarette. <laughs> Oh shit! Murtaugh always sweating like Whoopi Goldberg stressing him out. Motherfucker <laughs> just saw a house blow up. Yeah, almost was in it. Still looking sharp. Like what you say? You about shit. to teach science class? It's <laughs> like his artwork. Yeah, he Man. impressed. See, so like this is the war. Now you break down like he looks. Yeah, he's. I works with the same thing. So it was like, yeah, so they had some serious business. We got some kids, they saw the whole thing. Are you talking about kids over here when we first got here? Shit, I could have asked them that from the jump. It's like, you don't trust kids. I'm like, I mean, at the same time, I'd rather trust the word of kids than like Batman. Kids are more truthful. Yeah. How y'all, how y'all know he was selling drugs? Oh, Batman had him tied up. Believe <laughs> Batman. Boy, God, you know what? Gotham season said burn. <laughs> Ross like was right. Like, y'all just let the vigilante stop crime. Y'all just gone. That's how y'all roll. Yeah. You ever had those type of glasses? The um ColecoVision glasses? The kaleidoscope ones? Oh no. The 3D ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I mean, I don't like a third. That's a that's a nice cut. It's funny though, people be rocking that cut now. It's not even ironic. Like, you mind Shumpert, Shumpert. You ever have a box? No, I, you know, I, ne- did I, no, did I, no, no, I never had one. I kept it low. I've had that. it, I've had it the length of that kid. I don't know if I had it bigger. I would like to keep it a little closer. Obviously. Uh, I you some guy here, I try to shoot in the leg just to stop. I would say policemen shoot black people. <laughs> Bray's laughing. <laughs> I, I shot a few of y'all. Good stuff. Snitching. Ice cream. Yeah, that'd be like the young Wardell. How are you telling? Probably, probably, probably a little darker. No, stuff is lighter. Probably stuff might have lighter right there. He probably was like race question. I mean, he got some he getting some sunny in LA right now. Not you. I mean say you stay here. You're gonna snitch. With the glasses. Yeah, I had Terry and his kid. What did he look like? He looked like me. Can you draw? He gets some prions. So they got he really like they're gonna do APB on Big Bird. <laughs> Large yellow bird, silly voice. 
<laughs> Boy, that mullet is, it, it ain't super. Supers too, but that shit is humongous. Now you know where Nick Cage got his inspiration for. It's that kind of joint. Like tall like me, let's kill him. Blonde, brown, black, blonde. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His hair was blonde. Like his hair was blonde. What did he have on? Jeans. It's paint. Paint. It's funny how it's funny how kids is mindset how they look at certain things. Paint like painting. Ooh, tattoo, tattoo. <laughs> like like the kids speaking French. Like yeah. no, he speak English. Papa, nah, it's just like this shit right here. It's like oh shit, exactly like that. I saw it good because I'm a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Camera, I'm a frown at him right now. Mr. Camp, Mr. Ron, trying to tell me if a child was in your neighborhood, you say no. They know my business, Pete. He was, I cannot believe Cameron's on Bill O'Reilly, having Bill O'Reilly flustered. Yeah, get that baby bad. What was, who set that up? Dame Dash. Who knows? That, that, ladies and gentlemen, it's time when rappers are going to Jenny Jones' show. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, yes. Like boy, it was almost like uh, almost there like once every month. Somebody a rapper was on there or something, maybe twice. Yeah, that's just something to think about. As Maury's finishing up his last season, the man finally ready to retire. Out the game. Your daughter was killed because someone she was into. Okay, so what's going on outside right now? What's that? What's going on outside? Was that like a funeral or something going on before they got showed them talking? I don't know. Maybe he just dressed up like that because he got a white man with money. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not only is he like a banker, he in the dope game, so. Like, oh, so like, call it, blow the whistle. You're going to spill your guts so they killed your daughter. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> like they killed your daughter. They paid off a hooker and a poor little girl. Just tell me the truth. People tell me about these people. You shook now. Oh shit. Keep talking. I just gotta get the adapter so the computer don't go out. Hurry up. So basically Husker is breaking down. He's working with these people back in the day before the war. CIA Air America. You've probably seen the movie. They're moving drugs out of the out of Asia and here. Basically, you know, you know heroin the the fun of war. And this became shadow company came, took over, killed all his competitors, and decided to get back to, you know, after the war, got back together, the slings of war dope. A lot of movies dealt with that. The American gangster also dealt with that, so to speak. Using the war for the drug for the drug trade. Snow, basically snowfall to a certain extent. Yep. <clears throat> it's funny how how many movies dealt with that. I'm surprised I won the NES game. What's that? This Stop motherfucker just randomly drinking eggnog. This has been sitting out. out. <laughs> I just drink it straight out the carton. 
No, he got too much money for that shit. But they can't kill me. They need me. What? So the banks out there, they're laundering the money. So long as I got that, they ain't gonna touch me. That's what you think. You always find another banker. <laughs> he was talking like a rich white man. They can't touch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's big business. Every rich white man think they can't be touched, they get replaced. Not anymore. Burn it down. It's too big, Roger. People, they train killers. They tell about the next shit. You know, it's funny, a helicopter sneaks up on them. <laughs> Don't start that shit up. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear that shit? <laughs> oh, oh, shit, a chopper. I don't, I don't, it was just hiding. That boy popped him with a coochie sweater on. Him and the egg, dog. Look how he went down, too. Why is everybody fit? Is like, yeah, I'm, I got I got a What the job fuck were they doing this. out there? They were just hanging out? He's like, oh, he got off easy. Like, Son of a bitch. Rigs out here, like, yeah. I'm gonna shoot down this helicopter with a pistol. Yeah, he is fucking unhinged. I'm gonna re- reload and keep shooting. I get lucky. <laughs> Maybe. Shooting for like, yeah, he got. I mean, 500 yards. You're done. I was getting started. <laughs> yeah, that bullet is egregious. Let's <laughs> wait till that second one. That shit is poofy, poofy. So, I thought Mr. Oscar is dead, sir. Another problem exists. He's talking to the cops. Low key. Like, oh, Gary Busey is super low key in this movie. That's what makes it frightening the way he plays it. I'm, used, I'm so used to that amped up Gary Busey that this shit is kind of like threw me off. So. I was with car phone. So the whole thing is like, you know, got time to heat. He might have told the cops. You got to see the cops, though. Can't mess up this dope. He like his hats. Show off the back. His, cigar- his cigarettes. Constantly smoking. Imagine you got to be at work and you're on the range. That's rough. You gotta make, yeah, you got to make that money. I would not want to pick up. I'd be a whole thing, pick up somebody. I know people do. I'm like, I'm, I would assume she a cop looking like that. So I'm not going to take you in, honey. Oh shit, look out. You are wasted. Murtaugh and that's the one time that Gary Beasy smiling in. <laughs> he was too. Gotcha. Basically, with that joint, he was like, yeah. Yeah, that shit eating grin. So was a whole setup. So Riggs took a shotgun shot squares the chest, but he had a bulletproof vest on. So he could go. Yeah, but how did they know where they were gonna be at though? He figured it was going. He figured they was coming after him. This nigga, oh shit, let me shoot. Relax, man. Yeah, I know it hurt to stop the bullets, but he still that that kinetic energy still hit like a bitch. Ain't pissed. Twitch is high, even had to head. Twitch is lower, having to fall settle for life. So, I guess he was hoping to try to flush him out to see what's going on. Like the guy shot. Same one that blew up the house that didn't hustle her. Yeah, he was recognized. I'll never forget that asshole. That man has to look up at Danny Glover. <laughs> Danny 
Whoever's tall. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like seeing somebody stand behind him that close and actually having to hold a conversation. Like six three, six four. Shit. Back in the day, like we got the edge that they got dead. You can sneak up on them. The whole thing's like, you know, they won't, they won't be expecting me. Yeah, that was a good plan. He is, he is, he is looking down at Riggs. No, Gibson ain't necessary. I don't know how tall Gibson is. Now y'all curious. It gotta be what? 5'11? Maybe six. See, it is Hollywood, so you never know. And then it's like, you can Google it. They say 5'10. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, 6'4. I know I saw that somewhere. Mouth being my predator, too. Told it's horse. He ain't pushing that joint. You got the line on. You got to push that motherfucker. There I you ain't doing that. There, there you go. I know. There you going. Fuck out the way. They, they figure out. Somebody might be at the, at the crib. Yeah, they figure out who he's talking to. First thing is try to knock them off. They go to the, go to the crib. So he just called us to check. He's like, how you know that by Like, you just look around and probably out by them. It's like, ain't no joke. How'd you know? So then, Mr. Joshua wasn't wasting time. He put that car straight from shooting them. Murtaugh house. Man, would say you got to get him. Murtaugh is moving that That man was, was still on the um, on the grass divider. He's so tall. Him ducking there just look crazy. Like what? So they get to. So they're trying to get to the crib. They feel like Joshua about to mess with the, mess with the family. This crib, that crib been through a lot. Yeah, a whole lot. These motherfuckers refuse to move. I mean, you keep killing your enemies while I got moves. Y'all dead. I ain't dead. We have the girl. It was a good thing kidnap kidnapping us to figure out which what you know basically. What is it? See what Husker did. She know too. Can't even look at her. They pulled the gun on the girl on the wife. Look at the kids. Like, don't shoot mommy. <laughs> what is it? You have a like, very beautiful daughter. Yeah, it's it's always I hate when the criminals say that. Telephone ringing. Pass to my baby. <laughs> you just love doing the Danny Glover voice, don't you? You can admit it. Uh yeah. It was it was definitely a thing going on over the last two days. It was it was yeah. I can see yourself <laughs> like I'm school for this shit. <laughs> How many yeah. times you say that? I already say that one too much. So they got to make a trade, basically. They they know how Skip talk. They don't know how much he told Riggs and Murtaugh. They don't want to risk their shit because they say they're two, two big shipments a year. Who is this? 
Garden. Oh, Sergeant Mark. I heard, I heard the news Sergeant Mark Ribbon shot. See, it's like, who would call and ask that? <laughs> right? <laughs> unless, unless they just was moving that reckless in the 80s. You see, the cop was like, yeah, gotcha. And this head ain't grin on his face like, yeah, he fell for the trap. Because, like, you know, heard in the news, Sergeant Martin Riggs was shot. How you know? How you know Martin Riggs? It's the same thing. Like, ah, something else we talk about Morbius. Um, how Morbius know about Venom? Because it's in the Venomverse. Is Venom that big a deal that he's news? Uh, from what the from what the director said, yes. They, yeah, because he making Venom jokes, and I'm like, did Venom tell people I'm, I'm Venom? Like he just leaving villains. Because like, they didn't say they name was San Francisco too. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Are they in the same city? I think they are in the same place. Okay, then if they're the same city, it makes sense. Oh, Mel Gibson gives his best alone right here too. Do it by we get it back. No, I don't. Just stop. <laughs> Stick the door, Murtaugh. You out here? You got too much dip on your chip. Your chip about to break. I'm telling you, he's giving out the best of low. And you can just say that. Don't try to like just let that be. Because otherwise, you don't trust me. You don't want to be that man that's fixed up you. Do. Trust me. Good lord. <laughs> hey, Jeff, do your do your Stallone voice again. I don't feel like doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, he dance floors. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> dance floors coming. <laughs> oh my gosh! So they out in the middle of nowhere. And I, I know what I appreciate about this scene—the color scheme. Because I don't know why he thought he was blended in, but I guess he felt like he was. <laughs> he maneuvered too. Well, they not—they not looking for him. So they, he out here moving. I mean, they ain't looking for him. So that help. He kind of blended in too with the colors. Out here drove a station wagon. Like a limo in a, in a helicopter. You had more than two kids. That's what you yeah, That's what you was bumping a station wagon. <laughs> yep. That's way before SUVs and crossovers. <laughs> oh shit. This man got a real live chopper coming down beside a car. They got money like that. Real money. Yeah. How do you even get there? There ain't no GPS. <laughs> hey, you better know where the spot meet, at. Meet me by the tumbleweeds. Oh, it's different back then. Hey, man, can you tell me how to get the for 45 minutes and stop it there right I'm like it's it's no way they know to meet there I mean it's a nice movie thing because like what's the landmark right yeah that, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, I know you're off the highway but we're off the highway okay, I get off the highway and I'm gonna drive through this sand dune I'm gonna stop in the middle of it I'm just going I'll, I'll see a helicopter I know it's on the right spot <sighs> Movie nonsense. Yeah, they, they came out. They was not messing around. They got three. They got two vehicles and a helicopter. They were old ass Murtaugh. <laughs> He's cagey. Oh, he definitely cagey. 
especially involve his baby girl. I'm missing a black man daughter. That's something they need to take, take into account. They got the whole squad out there. They the do it. The chopper seems like it's a little overkill. <laughs> they do it too much. It's like, well, we got to spend some money. <laughs> we got to show you how serious we are, I guess. Damn, you ain't got to kick up all this he, dust, though. Well, he, he whipping out here like he drift came. <laughs> <laughs> whipping and chopping a circle. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> and then land. I know they hot. Yeah, viewpoints. Like, it must be like 7 in the morning. The sun not even out. You just see sky. Beautiful destiny. So they basically going to make a trade. I'm like, how you, you know, how Murtaugh gonna trust that anyway? Man, they would, did, they would have did this shit in CGI now. They were like, man, I ain't going outside. Why they got suits on the desert? <laughs> All of them. They gonna be taken up to the cleaners. <sighs> man, what the fuck you keep yawning for? Because I'm old and I'm tired. <laughs> That's why I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> This is Ramadan, something you don't know about. <laughs> Come with us to grow taste of what we yawning for. That's why I'm yawning. Why people yawn? Cut that yeah, shit out. You keep on yawning. You yawn enough, man. Shit, then knock it off. Uh, <laughs> it ain't like I'm doing that. <laughs> so relax. Uh, like it's alive. Look at Joshua. He always did like he's about to go to the golf course. What's with these terrors with these nice banker fits? Right. She go die. She go die my way. He would risk on his own daughter. She go die with me. I mean, you hear black father. Uh, black father say yeah. some shit like that. You better listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he would mean that shit. That's the patriarchy is real. Don't be foolish. Look at the hardware. <laughs> Put he, the pin back in. Five more years. He's like, don't be foolish. <laughs> <laughs> you been wilding out laughing and shit. You take one step close to we all die. I'm like, no. You die. Shit grounded. Riggs is gone. I'm like, nah, Riggs waiting for you. He watched him pull that gun out too. I don't think so. If that shit was fake, why they run like that? Because <laughs> they weren't sure. Yeah. You don't take you don't take any chances. Oh shit. You get them clipping them. It's a it's a smoker. All right, girl, you got to do something different to jump around. She don't know how to handle pressure. I know. She's got to make some decisions. Because hey, if she knew how to handle she would have stayed in that car and just started whipping that jump. <laughs> Race out here popping folks off like a bonus, like a bonus level. Now, she did not have to leave the car. That helicopter wasn't going to do nothing but follow her, but shit, all she had to keep on was whipping it. That helicopter would have landed, would have landed on the damn car. No, it wasn't. It's cause a cause a spin out. You think she's like sixteen? Oh, I get, a, I get a limo. I get it. Why she, you know, the age that she, you know, why she didn't do it. Right before we about to knock off Joshua, who show up? Clint Eastwood. Get up, son. You're not that fast. <laughs> oh, Project Clint Eastwood with his hot ass leather jacket on. General out here doing work. So get the get the girl. She out here trying. Like she don't even know where she's going either. I'm gonna ask you a serious question. And when it happened, you'll know. 
You probably asked it before, but I always ask this question when I watch this. Where was uh-huh. where was Bird Talk going? <laughs> Away. <laughs> That's where he's going. You mean he just he just running straight with with not with looking shots in the dirt. <laughs> okay. That man running with, that man running around like a teletubby with explosions. Okay. All right. I'm laughing so hard I'm dizzy. Hold on, let me get myself together. Like, oh you ain't gonna catch me. Mother, where are you running? You 50 years old. You try to zigzag machine gun fire. Every time I ask somebody that they never was they were like, oh shit, I never paid attention. I said they in the desert. Where the fuck was he going? Away oh, to his boat. <laughs> they introduced you to like I saw your Saigon. I remember Saigon six nine be ashamed after kill you. So they know about each other. Look at that. See, he, she, see, bumping the limbo. Yeah, but right, as soon as he do that, turn that bitch to the right or turn that bitch to the left. He kept bumping and stared her ass out. She's scared. I get it. <laughs> she should have just, why she just hit the brakes. See, keep in mind, helicopters aren't light either. True. Yeah, she just fished out. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Don't be like your daddy. Yeah, she tried. She just tripped up. Damn. And then you and then you hit a sand dune too. That's what happened. Shit. She, and she gonna run. No, leave me alone. <laughs> she will go run in them huckabuck ass cowboy boots. <laughs> She's gonna run in the desert. <laughs> like they the damn scorpion king. <laughs> like father, like daughter. Shit. Damn. This motherfucker always got a role in the movies back in the 80s. Yeah, oh my man, um, Al Long. Mm-hmm. He was in Die Hard too. Die Hard. He's in everything. Yeah, anything in the eighties. You need a henchman. He was there. Uh huh. And though, hey, that's the whole thing. That's all you, you action buffs. It's like, oh, that's the that's the homie. We doing a Leo. We doing a Leo point once upon a time. Mm. I'm sure he made a lot of dough um, during the conventions back in the day. Yeah, he probably like if we grew up watching. He probably like, yeah, I'm glad. Let me try to find out what you know. So we got a shipment of merchandise to deliver. Why don't you just call it heroin? He, he smiled like oh, it's rather large. This shipment. <laughs> It'd be unfortunate if the cops came and got our heroin. <laughs> yeah, all right, Gary BC. He leaned more than Gary BC mode right here. Trying to find out what the cops know. Look, I ain't told nobody nothing. I ain't no snitch. I'm like, no. I wish I could believe you, but I don't. <laughs> no, you're like, oh, she about to torch me. You got that look. <laughs> Joshua out here just being polite. Just tell me what you want to know. I'm not kill you quick. Man, what like, the fuck is that? He ain't here to watch the car. <laughs> Not at all. This ain't no car wash. Just a lecture in his ass. There's no way to show Mel. Yes, Mel gets was it. They said they trained for two months, both him and um, Danny Glover. I can tell. Then they, I know this shit hurt. Knowing his ass, do it for real. I really want to feel it. 
And then Gary Busey touched him. He's like, ah, shit, ah. <laughs> like, when you accidentally touch something hot, like, he tried to spit on him. He's like, hit him again. <laughs> Danny Glover's like, no, nah, don't, don't, don't you make it real like he do. I don't do that shit. He punched the shit out of him. Just slugging his ass. Go spit. Anybody throw salt in them? No, he don't throw. He don't rub salt in them. You know how torn he is. He got, he got a handful of Mortons. He's like, I got something. Like a damn bird pit. But you get a damn diner. Like, fuck you, I tell you nothing. Man, as much as I ever heard this man talk, nobody can take that. Danny Glover's arms. Man, big. Yeah. No, he'd be pushing them weights up. Man, got 40 acres. Daddy. <laughs> leave my dog, leave my baby girl alone. I'll kill Man. you, motherfucker. Imagine you pour something, something in her wounds. Yeah, have a heart attack. Might have a heart attack now. <laughs> a time I'll kill your fucking bastards. Yeah, he's stressing out. May always slipping in the job. Look at him. He always getting caught. Look, script armor. Hey, you know how you know how strong you gotta be to do this shit. Yes. <laughs> Say good night. Jump up, kick him like your ab game has to be on point. You gotta have your leg strength right there. That's so the woman can do. He is straining him like a like John Voight was straining folks anaconda. <laughs> ashes to ashes, baby bird. That's <laughs> uh, a real good looking young woman. All right, motherfucker, you about to get she's like she's like seventeen, right? His motherfucker talking nasty. Playing little Susan, no, won't we? This man came in there with a body and just threw it at somebody. Don't spare me, son. It's over. There's no more heroes left in the world. That's something the villain was saying. Yeah, he seemed like more talking like more like the final boss. And Riggs out here on. Yeah, he got his, his invincibility star from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> two people in there. Shot oh, two other people. I just noticed this when I was watching. Oh, she could have got out there anytime she wanted to. She was it was more psychological. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was different when a man standing around in front, like what you doing with your hands. Yeah, I hate jumping by. Let's get the flock out of here. <laughs> it's the Australian accent kicked in. <laughs> Boom. What the fuck was this dude doing? Like, he was lacking on the job. Look, it happens. He didn't hear that. He might have been taking a smoke break. He's like, girl, get in front of me. I ain't letting your ass go no more. Like, nope, that's not him. They have a shootout in this bowling alley. In the club, there ain't no damn bowling alley. <laughs> it look like a bowling alley. That's a shitty ass club. <laughs> oh, shit. It's the same club the dude was in there was burning his arm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought it was a bowling alley then. <laughs> It do like a so, shitty ass club, but still. Yeah, I hear fight. Yeah, I hear having a gunfight downtown. 
right next to movie theater. We really argue. This dude got a machine gun. Let him get the car. You get another car. You got insurance. That lady, that that white woman, like you're not having my car. <laughs> shots was looking shots down San Rodeo Drive. That's some Grand Theft Auto shit. And he old Riggs like, I'm, I don't got enough time. Never tried chasing. I had tried the Grand Theft Auto. I had time to find a car, try to chase him out down on foot, and just try to max out the turbo button. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. Mm-mm. So. This is like the dimension at a time with Ray's out here moving. Come on, Ray, shut up. He swear he right, he swear he Robert Patty and Murtaugh try like <laughs> Go ahead. I catch up with you. <laughs> yeah, he he about to pass out. Freeway, he going the freeway. Yeah, I'm okay. That was me playing softball. I was playing first base, and they moved with a, a stern and short stop. I'm like. Y'all know I'm fat. Y'all be running around. The hell wrong with y'all? Did you say you were fat? Fasting. Oh. I'm say I'm too damn big to play shortstop. I'm, I'm waiting. Even though I, I dropped 12 pounds like a week, I'm still in the 250s. No, I just kept you on third and just stayed your ass there. No, I was on first like I like most big men be. Minding my business. You can be on third too. Third or fourth. Oh, I was on third. I had me diving around on that shit. <laughs> I'm like, I want to cut this out. I'm like, you all right? I'm like, yes, I'm just old. Put your ass in. I'm like, I'm like Murtaugh. Not like Riggs out here running down the highway. Buckets. <laughs> <laughs> with a machine gun with some like new balances. Is he barefooted? Did he put on did he grab his shoes too? I think he I hope so. That man shot the car. Yeah. This is some GTA stuff. Car's on fire. He's still driving. Yeah, he got some shoes on. That'd be funny if he's doing that barefoot. Why BC driving a flaming car? Like I gotta find a parking spot. Like the car is on fire. Get out. Or blow up. This man, this man is Briggs is moving. You're trying to tell me he was smoking cigarettes, eating hot dogs. You're right. And, he, and he's still moving like this. Imagine him when he was eating like a, a salmon salad. <laughs> He'd be untouchable. Unstoppable. He'd be moving like that. Yeah. Disappearing and popping up like Goku. <laughs> Ding, ching. They just having a gunfight on the highway. Who you tell? Who you tell your fan? Come on! I was uh, stuck in traffic. These two people were shooting on the shooting each other. I almost got hit. <laughs> yeah, they like stop that son of a bitch. Like the taxi ain't gonna drive with you on it. Yeah. Oh. Oh shit! They really are shooting in front of traffic. I told you, motherfucker! It's about to pull his tai chi out. You're the hemo boy up. So you're gonna white get away with that. Let it be black. That swap would have been there like 10 minutes from now. Now Husky like, let's get out of here with his leather, his leather fit. Walk favorite season movie. He out here waiting. He said he touched my daughter, it's gonna be hands on sight. <laughs> waiting in his John McClain fit. Uh-huh. Uh, no way you live. No way. One shot, too. That's all it took. They hopped on the fence. 
Yeah, Murtaugh was a let no one forget Roger Murtaugh was a badass. It was not just a Martin Rich show. And man hit him with one shot and just watched. Yep, exactly with the John McClain fit. <laughs> Shit. So that bus got shot. The driver got shot, got hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing people don't realize when you do I have seen cars involved buses. Cars always loose. Yeah, the bus ain't not gonna happen to a bus. Bus might get a dent. Car look like a damn soda can. I just imagine you get hit by a train. You are done for. That just shit gonna blow up. Don't worry, man. Is my man trying to grab the dope and try to get out of the way? I grab the bait. Ah, uh, okay. I'm, I'm taking him with me. I don't know what he's thinking. He's thinking he about to die. I guess he want to die a hero. To his me, mind. My, my dope. I mean, grab my drugs. <laughs> I don't want nobody to remember me this way. So, do grenades catch on fire? Kaboom. Boom. Huskers. Huskers out of there. So, we just got one last villain to go. And he out here laughing. <laughs> well, promises are promises, as they say. Oh, this motherfucker ran all the way back to? No, nah, ain't no way. The way that man was smoking and eating, ain't no way. That's why he on his knees right now. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way. That motherfucker ran like three, four miles. That man gonna be tired for the rest of the day. See how many calories he burned. So Joshua got away. He's like, where would Joshua go? Hey, get out of the way, man. You need your car. I'm coming in this car. He's like, I go to crib, you know where I live at. Sir, you need help. Let me get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> I'm all right, chief. That's the chief. And you met the chief. Won't meet him again. They talking shit. They say, hey, we're going to tell the people back in uh, what's going on here. So basically, they're trying to head to the crib to cut off Mr. Joshua. Joshua know where he lives. And he just had to get revenge. I would, I would try to be going out of town, personally. Yeah, he. They like, nah. I need to get payback. Like, we we learned nothing from heat. Look, they lack. They these motherfuckers lacking right here. Oh, don't worry. It's good to go. They want to talk. Chilling. I mean, you get bored after a while. Hey, what's going on? You lost. I mean, it's a white dude too. Why would you trust a white guy? Yeah, too close to the car, bro. Hey, can we help you? No, thank you. Take these shots. Why you got on over the fire? Fire hydrant. Uncalled for. It's a black party. Yes, I yawned. Get over it. I'm professional. <laughs> really thought people were going to be in there like the edge. Like he said, <laughs> he said, Ron's at Edge House. He can just drink some orange juice. Get your home to come back to. Yeah, what the crib do to him? Why he, why he shooting up the crib? Yeah, that's the game. You see, I remember. Look at that face. They're bad guys. No one here but cops. Sorry, the good guys. So they got their way. They got their way before Joshua did. Enough to leave gifts. Just playing his face. And then drive a police car in there thinking, oh, yeah. Old oh, the boy. He, liked, he lit that car up too. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Just like a cottonwood one. You know why I ain't gonna go there. Now they could have ended it right here. Uh, you gotta shoot the fair one. Yeah, let's shoot the fair one first. One more round with the champ. Good lord. And Murtaugh was like, look, I'm in charge. Let them fight. What? He thought you your girlfriend barbecue nuts on Hollywood Boulevard. He looking at him too. What do you say, Jack? It's like a shot of the title. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> that is a good year, BC. Yeah, maybe I'm you like, can do maybe you can do Aegis Elba next. Oh, you good at doing these white people though. So that's your thing, your fellow people. My fellow people, you know something? You and my wife like saying that shit. Yeah, yeah, cracker companions. Hey, Murtaugh's like, I take full responsibility with what happens, and they like, all right, he cool with it. Yeah, remember he a cop. Hey, get the fuck a black, cop, a black cop too. Uh-huh. So they hold weight. Just surround him. If he getting too beat, we'll jump in. Yeah, that's the whole thing. They like Joshua. Oh, he wouldn't let him go. This fight just, this fight just for pride. They fight in the, they fight. That's what the fire hydrants for. So they can fight in the water. Mm-hmm. It's a good fight, especially for the eighties. Yeah, not bad. Bust out MMA. I ain't see an arm bar to a lethal weapon or like a uh, triangle choke. Busey said he got hands. Y'all from sleeping. Well, I'm sure that's not Busey, but look know. at that. He did a jumping knee to his. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he train? He should be in. He should have been training. Forget Roper. He should have been in the, the tournament with Lee. They out here fighting, fighting. Mm hmm. Doing some shit at the end of the dragon. He did a he did a jump. He jump kicked him. He did. It's a tight ass jeans. Oh shit. Look at this shit. Like, what does it mean? What does it mean if he wins? Like, you going to jail. It's the same thing people mean when somebody say, you know what, I can shoot a fair with the grizzly bear and win. <laughs> All right. Even if it. you can, what do you prove? <laughs> I see some people work out with a bear. That's different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and whatever they doing, I ain't fucking with them. No, no, no. They out here having weapons fights. <laughs> All right. You know what? How is this not police brutality? Because it's one on one. I'm just yeah. See, I get arrested. Like you know, he. I say I'm ready to arrest him. He just beat me up. I defend myself. And you got all, watching. You, you had all the cops lie and say, no, no, that ain't what happened. They all go stick to the same story. Right about that. He's trying to drown his ass in the, in the puddle. See, everybody was talking about shallow water, like, oh, you ain't that deep. That water ain't that deep either. Look, look, look what happened to Riggs. Yeah, look what happened to old boy in um glass too. Hey, some that's all take. Just a little bit, a little bit up your lungs. Jump in Murtaugh. Pretends like the 80s NBA. <laughs> He really fought one on one for no damn reason. Oh, here he go. Try to give him the lay scissors. Just yeah, like you said, just pride. Even when he go to jail, he could be like, I kicked his ass. <laughs> that. This man swear he the undertaker. He put a triangle chokehold in like yeah. the late eighties. He's out of here. Mixed martial arts money a thing back then. 
choked his ass out. Break his fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually he tap out. He like get this piece of shit off my lawn. Oh, he beat him up in some converse too. <laughs> it's not worth it. You lose. Yeah, I'm gonna be tired of doing that running. Hell yeah, he need to take a nap. Get that shit off my lawn. All right, these are some bumbling ass policemen right here to let this shit happen. Oh, oops! (laughs) Take it. It's two of them. Oh no, my gun! (laughs) And they were ready in slow motion. Light his ass up. Hey, where is like oh, we got you got his left arm? I got his right arm. Oh, oh shit! Why, my gun. And yeah, he was a bumbling police. You know who wasn't bumbling? Raising Murtaugh. They was he ain't catching no sleep. You know, Riz like he about to take a nap on that running. So finally, see him coming to grips with his wife passed away. Like I say, you pull the hole, you can't even see the mullocks in the rain. He's ill. So sad. But he can finally move forward. Yeah. And now he can eat his his co-worker's nasty wife's cooking. <laughs> so you can tell even from the beginning of the movie now, like how his face has changed. Like it's still some sadness there, but it's more it's like a level of acceptance. The broken hero. I just man, how sad that second saxophone pipe playing right now. <laughs> Victoria Lynn Riggs, fifty-three to eighty-four. This is thirty-one years old. Thirty-one years old. All this motherfucker had to say was, "Hey, can I come in?" But he couldn't do that shit. It was too macho. Oh, he tell you that I don't. I don't need this no more. Oh, she like, hey, thank you for saving my life. <laughs> yeah, give your dad this bullet. What the fuck? What do with this? He'll know. I mean, that's how. Like, that's that's the way we express our feelings. Yeah. So. He was like, "Oh, was it? Oh, tell him to bring his white ass up in here. Come on, boy. <laughs> Come on, we got some meat loop. She don't know what to do with herself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she know she know what she, she know what she want to do. Yeah, she know what she want to do, but that she, shit ain't she just can't do it. Yeah, he walk like he Rambo. I <laughs> <laughs> just want something to eat. They kind of they did a nice job of fixing up the house. Yeah, well, look, he got the money for it. <laughs> the world's the lousiest Christmas turkey. Damn, he just be hating on his wife's cooking. Oh, the low too. Think I'm not crazy. I know. Let's see. They all happy. The start of a loving relationship. I think your daughter kind of likes me. You touch her, I kill you. Like he'll try. Like you know, bring a friend and a dog. Bring your ass up in here. It was like I don't know if you're gonna like that cat or whatever. <laughs> About to find out in a second. Shit. Bur- Burbank. <laughs> that was a mistake. 
So I guess he ain't retiring after all. Hell no. It made him feel sprightly. That's, that's all it takes. It's like Michael Cole with Pat McAfee came. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. That was the same damn thing. This man was out the door. And that is Lethal Weapon. Yeah, it still this definitely still holds up. Yeah, you know, some you know you're gonna hit or miss on some of the dialogue. Ugh, that can be spewed, yes, but it was a time and place. As they say it was a different time, and the people who knew it was wrong couldn't express themselves the way they can now with social media. That's one of the benefits people complain about saying, oh, "Why?" Yeah, so I'm like, it wasn't fine back then. You just didn't hear about people complaining about it back then because they couldn't. Now they can get all pissy about it. So that was Lisa Weapon. You up next. Oh, I'm up next. So we yes. absolutely next week we are doing history of violence. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Listen, man. The gates have been open. <laughs> certain movies that I won't go touch with certain actors. It could be tested. Oh, as soon as I open the door, it's like, you know, Vigo didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, no, he, he meant it. But History of Violence was just one of those movies that I don't know, I could always watch. That was like my go-to movie, like in 2006 or something, 2000, whenever it came out. I know when I got it on DVD, it was just something I could just, I don't know, I'll just put this in and have a background noise or whatever. But I just. You know, I have, you know I've never seen it on TV. I've never seen it on TV either. I'm trying to figure out why. I know it's been on TV, but I've never seen it on TV. Or like I don't catch it when it come on. I saw it in the movie theater, and then of course I went to DVD. But somebody actually told me about it. Well, somebody used to work, but I remember they're like, "Oh, you haven't seen?" It? I was like, "Nah." They was like, "You should, you should definitely watch it. I think you'll like it." Yeah, I just saw the. I think the previews caught me into it. It's, it's like, yeah, I definitely, definitely one of my definitely a movie I enjoy. I've seen multiple times. And it's an easy it's watch. It's like an hour and, yeah. hour and 30 minutes or something like that. How you doing, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Joey is. I'm Tom. I'm Tom. I'm, I'm Tom. I'm Tom. <laughs> really that high. Well, why don't you ask, why don't you ask your husband, Tom, how he's so good at killing people? Because I know it's Joey. Because <laughs> it's just funny where for, for a second, you're just thinking, dude, that's got the wrong person. Yeah. Like he, and then we Zeus he said, I should have killed you in Philly in Philly. He's like, once that whole scene kick in, it's like, ah, yeah. Now you know what's going on. No, that's a good choice. So since you made your choice, I can give a sneak preview of what my choice is gonna be. Okay. Up. Up what? What you mean up what? The movie up. Disney Pixar's up. They're up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Show my system side. I, can I tell you something? What? You already know. What? You already know. Oh, what? I've only seen 15 minutes of up, maybe. Guess what? That's 10 minutes more than I've seen. Okay. So we going in. Okay, okay. Uh huh. I've seen the beginning. And I was like, I don't know about this. It's too depressing. <laughs> but I heard great things about it. And yeah. I, as we've come in 2022, we're going to expand our horizons. 
You know, people. I know people are surprised. I think Star Wars. People don't really be shocked. He did what? That grouchy bastard. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen like the opening. I never. I don't know why. Yeah. Like I already gotta listen to some movies. I'll do. I'm gonna mix stuff up. Y'all gonna be shocked. Like you might see, like <laughs> you may see up, and I'm, I'm my 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 next one might be like Scarface. You never know. I mean, I I know it'd be dangerous if you put grease up there. I damn grease. No, I'll let you do that. <laughs> so let's tell people what we watch because we got some time. For oh it. yeah, uh, so we both went to go see Sonic too. Um, I saw it yesterday. You saw it opening night. I saw it Saturday. Saturday. Um, like I said, I, I thought it was if you enjoyed the first one, you definitely enjoy this one. This one was more of Sonic finding his tribe. His fellas, his boys to hang out with. So it was cool. I definitely enjoyed it. Everybody chemistry was on. I was surprised when Shamar Moore was in. I was like, oh, I didn't know he was in this. But the second half is like, oh, he out of here. <laughs> I mean, he came in and he came in to serve a purpose. Yeah, he did. Definitely served a purpose. I wasn't expecting that. And also he realized it's a lot of black people in this movie. Yeah. Another thing I noticed. Um, Jim Carrey is on again. I mean, when you get him to do some silly shit like uh, that, it was just a fun movie, man. It was fun. One thing I learned is like he didn't have to do much heavy lifting with this one like he did in the first one. No. And it's the reason why he didn't have to because of... Well, you, want, you want to talk about him or you want me to talk about him? Hey, man. It's, it's, your, it's your world. I'll let you talk about him. You already know. Do I look like <laughs> I need your power? Boy, if somebody would have told you that Idris Elba would have nailed in his knuckles like five years ago, I know. and he's done and he's done plenty of voice work, so it's not him doing voice work. It was the thing; it's him being like that. That cast was perfect, definitely. I was laughing out loud at Idris Elba just being basically being a meathead. That's basically what he is being straight. Everything is like going over his head. He's basically doing Drax. I thought we were friends. <laughs> How you turn on me? How are we gonna get the fox? You up there turning? Thought we were friends. You gotta trust you, boy. That man, Sonic had him. He did out here just laughing all the time. You, everything is a just a joke. That's your ass. <laughs> I was thinking that too, boy. I was like, boy, is he not speaking to my heart? Let's get some ice cream off the base of the ball. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Uh no, him just and them getting the original voice actress for Tales. Like you could tell this one leaned more into the, the video game. Yeah. In a good way. And it's just it, I'll just it, I'll say a funny story. Like I knew I was gonna go see it, but I didn't know what day. So I figured, okay, I'll go see it Saturday. I just bought a ticket the day of. Ooh, was that a mistake? <laughs> I should have bought that in advance. It was, I would just say. It was a hassle getting a ticket to this movie. I was surprised because when I bought my ticket, um, nobody was there. And I did the $4 T-Mobile thing. So when I get there, I'm like, I got there right when the um, credit start. I mean, uh, uh, what is it? The credit start going for the movie. And I'm like, right when it started. And I'm looking, I'm like, where am I see that? Somebody in my seat? No, ain't nobody in my seat. This movie's really packed. I just started looking around. I was like, God damn. It was like maybe like 70% and that was on a Monday at 450. 
Yeah, I went Saturday, and they were, it was playing like every 30 minutes, and I was going to go see it at 3, but the 3 was sold out, and the 3.30 was sold out. So I saw the 4, and the 4, and he had like four seats left. And I was like, oh, this movie doing numbers. And then I was I should have went later on, but I was like, I wanted to see it get out the way. My theater had to be at least 40 to 50% kids. Like like little kids. So I can't want too many kids in my I mean the side I was sitting on it was like a couple. Well, it was a school day. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, yeah, I went on the weekend. The kids were out there having fun. And it's definitely a kids' movie. I mean, it had some adult, like it had some definitely jokes for us, like that whole call him the winter soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it had like and it's just funny just having him just you know embrace pop culture just works. And it just works. It's like it's a nice, wholesome, as wholesome as you're gonna get with Jim Carrey in it. Yeah, pretty much. Because Jim Carrey was just he was wilding out. And if this is his last movie that he's doing, then he went out with a bang and it made Cindy one million dollars. And it sets up to see sets up another like they're really doing a Sonic universe the right way. Yeah, definitely, because it sets up a third one, and you got the Knuckles TV show, which is <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's like if you want to, you could just have them pop up, Sonic pop up on. See, the here's animal. the thing: he just was a big old nerd. Shockling, yes. And he's just one of those where it's like he's debonair, and he looks the way he's looked, but deep down, can you think about the stuff? Oh, you know, I used to sell weed. I used to rap. <laughs> I had, had a mixtape mix here and there. Like, you can just tell when you listen to him, you're like, yeah, he's he a big old nerd. He just happened to look the way he, same way Henry Cavill. I just happened to look the way. And like, you can tell, like, even when Vin Diesel talk, like, you can tell how the nerds sound like. Right. Like, they may not, they don't always have glasses. Like, it's like sometimes they become socially these But deep down, it's like, they get to do their nerd stuff. So... I definitely would recommend it. It's definitely a good watch. I'll probably see Ambulance later on this week because I wanted to see it, but I didn't want to do two in one day. Um, you th- damn, you thought to say I I thought about it. I was like, damn, but I had to wait like 30 minutes and I ain't feel like waiting. Yeah, so I just wait because I was like, I heard good reviews from it. Yeah, I heard so it's I pretty good. Get, One of Michael yeah. Bay's best uh, what, best uh, review movies as far as critics? His, his, be- his, his best. Mm, yeah, that's saying a lot. Yeah, uh, it does say a lot. So, um, oh, I know what else I have seen. I've seen some plenty of stuff. So I'm, I'm watching Halo. How is it? Good. But let me put it in perspective. I'm not an Xbox person, per se. And when I play shootout with more Gears of War, so I know of Halo, but I mean, like, I'm not a big Halo fan. So... It works better for somebody like me because they say it's like we're taking stuff from the games, but we're not doing it like the games. We're just doing our own story. They told you that from Jump Street, so they move around different things. It works. I like it. I know. Um, could, I was saying something. This, go ahead. Oh no, I was saying why people were saying it was like the Mandalorian. I heard people saying, kind that. Of, yeah, kind of. Oh, but okay. it's you know, saying somebody that don't have a somebody you know, normal show his face showing us. The difference is. Um, Pablo Schreiber shows his face a lot more than Pedro Pascal did, which is kind of irking people because Master Chief never showed his face. Gotcha. So it's like you can't have it's hard to have like the Mandalorian can do a lot of talking with body movements. The way the Master Chief set up is like it's only so much you can do with all that damn armor on. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. I definitely will put that in the star watched eventually. And what else have I watched? Oh, so I watched Tokyo Vice on HBO Max. All right. What's the premise of it? I've seen them. You know, I've okay. So it's your boy from Baby Driver. Right. He is basically an American journalist that's working for a Japanese newspaper. Okay. Um, on a crime beat. Ah, okay. And he's working with Ken Watanabe to try to, like, you know, kind of investigate crime. And everybody looking at him was like, what's, what's your white ass doing over here? Okay. And they, and they, they do crime differently because it's basically kind of like you only you do the stories we tell you to do. Uh, if the cops don't say it's murder, you can't call it murder. Like, it's very, very more original stuff. He's bumping heads trying to figure out how to navigate the system. It's three episodes so far. It's definitely this whole, it's a hipster type show. It's something that only exists now with like a streaming service because it's kind of like you watch the show where most of it's in subtitles. Because even he, even he's speaking Japanese 75% of the time. Hmm. Okay. Every now and then they break in English. It's just like having to, because I heard about it, but I didn't know too much about it. And I was just kind of, you know, Michael Mann did the first episode. And it's like, you know, I, I could have tried. No, very intriguing premise. So, and I was caught up on all my other shows because, um, yeah, can we just talk about Atlanta? I mean, we, we danced around it. I mean, I enjoyed this week episode. So, I want to hear from your perspective how you felt about it. I no longer feel I'm the audience for that show. This season or just in general now? This season. Okay. But I already, I already told you about how I felt about Atlanta. Yeah, this I know. season. It's definitely reinforced that. It just feels like Donald Glover's like, you know, I'm doing what I want now. It just feels that way. Like, I get the stories he's telling. They're not for me. That's fair. Sometimes it's yeah. not for you. And I'm watching this and I'm like... <sighs> I mean, I do. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just, like, I'm getting what he's doing. It just wasn't intriguing me at all. I'm like, this. Well, I guess I just feel like oh yeah I guess what's what happened when you super successful and you don't want to worry about you can just do what you want you get I, Bobby you get Bobby digital I, I think I enjoyed this one because I felt like you would have certain white people moving like that dude was moving I absolutely yes I get that and I understand the um the thought process for it but I'm just feeling like for me is he telling me stuff I already know and that's how I feel like a lot of the season, like, this is more of like white people, like, oh, I didn't know we moved that way. Black people already know y'all moved that way. So it does. We know, it's just like. This season definitely does feel like he's putting a mirror up at white people and saying, no, this is how y'all move. But you're right. A lot of us already know that. So seeing it. I mean, I felt the same way. What was that This Is America, that song? When he had the videos, like, oh, it's so thought provoking. I'm like, yeah, the y'all, <laughs> not the us. It's like, y'all talking the same way when somebody invented, somebody actually a washcloth to y'all for the first time. Like, oh, I know it worked. <laughs> like, that's not that thought provoking. Somebody already know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, so, I mean, I've seen, I've seen. I've talked to numerous people who had questions and maybe trouble with this season. And they question some of that, you know, moves, but I guess I'm hoping it I'm hoping this has a big bow at the end 
when he finishes off strong. But this season has been. I mean, no. look, Black. I've told you how I feel about Black creators, Black creative. It's like too many times you reach a certain level and then your audience change and you become part of the cornball generation and you you cash out and make a whole lot of money. That's great. But it just leads to a certain thing where it's like, we know it's, it's like anything else. When you reach a certain level of success and you're a minority, the minority is no longer the audience. Because all you got to do is like look at comics for it's kind of like when somebody start, the crowd's all black. By the time they blow up, the crowd's all white. I mean, that tends to have an effect. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see that. You know, where it's very hard to stay authentic, stay in your lane, and not let it change, no matter what you want to do. Because it's kind of like, even somebody like, I use this perfect example. It's not like Nas fan base is probably predominantly white at this point. Black people might listen to his new stuff. White people listen to his old stuff. Because that's 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 because white people are you know late. Why? They late. Like no. I've I hate they, I, I hate. Yeah, not on not on that. Late is part of it, but also they tend to lean toward a certain type of rap. They tend oh to okay yeah. Toward, yeah yeah yeah. It's like they lean toward. I mean this way. White people may listen to. Outcast, they ain't listen to UGK. Yeah, I know what you're talking because but they'll definitely listen to a Tron Punk West. It's definitely a thing of in me being me and that being my genre type of like my type style type of rap that I listen to, the more conscious stuff. I know exactly what you're saying because I can go on YouTube and find somebody say, Oh, well, we reviewed uh, uh Lupe Fiasco and they look this way, or we reviewed. MF Doom when they look, you know what I mean? I, yeah. It's a pattern, so I get what you're saying. Same thing with like jazz, the same thing with like NBA. <laughs> That's why I say NBA Twitter is some white guy that listens to Illmatic on his driving. Yeah. In 2022, who does that? Yeah, but if you like not not if the song come up, I listen to like you no, know, I'm gonna act streams the entire album. It's like That's, that is madman stuff. No offense, to like come on now. Or like, yeah, I'm gonna rock some reasonable doubt because I'm just bored. I'm like, it's 2022. Let that shit go. Because I've seen so many talk, like, especially with Illmatic, when a white person talks about Illmatic, you would think it's the only rap album that's ever came out. And I'm like, no. And yes, you're part right, but no, you're wrong on mostly everything else. I'll, I'll just say this. I always make the joke. You can tell if it's a white critic just asking their favorite member their favorite Wu-Tang album. If they white, 95% are going to say Liquid Swords. And <laughs> somebody right there, but Liquid Swords is my <laughs> Yeah. And the other the other 5% will say Supreme Clientele. That's that's how it'll go. <laughs> that's how you need to know. It's like, it's a certain, it's just like, you know, but if you look like us, you might lean toward the purple tape. Yeah, it's either, yeah, it's either that or yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, it ain't Iron Man. Shit. You don't know how Iron Man Iron Man ain't the best. We're not gonna Iron Man ain't the best ghost. I, I, I don't know, bro. It's either the first one or the second one. It's no. Because when you talk about best solo Wu Tang albums, it's only three that I think about. I understand the Jizza. It's dope, but I always go Raekwon and the first two Ghostface albums. It's gonna be they're gonna say the second Ghostface album. I mean you if you do top if you do top three. Wu Tang solo albums, you're going to hear only built for Cuban Links, Liquid Swords, or Supreme Clientele. I know. I, I, 
I don't think Iron Man is as good as Fish Scale. I think so. so oh man, if you don't shut that shit up, I'm just telling you, Iron Man. I like I like Fish. It's not like I'm anti. Because keep on, people like Iron Man more now than they did then. I like Iron Man. Man. When Iron Man first came out, people were slept. They were like, eh, it's, it's cool. That's why Supreme Clientele hit so much because people wasn't expecting that. Nothing was wrong with Iron Man. It just came. People just comparing Iron Man to Jizz and Raekwons. I personally, for me, I I can't speak for nobody else. I enjoyed Iron Man. I still enjoy oh, Iron Man. I, I'm glad personally for you. Nobody can speak for that. <laughs> I like how you say, you know, if you turn you turn your body inside out, you would die from all the stuff you see. That five, that five percent of nine. Yeah, some of them skits in Iron Man. I'm like, yes, if you turn, if you didn't have skin. Hey, you die. you're not gonna listen. You go appreciate what Papa Wu was saying to everybody. Gonna, yeah, see. Them, them, you think they vaccinated? <laughs> Come on now. Shout that, out to Wu Tang Clan. Shout out to Wu Tang Clan. I heard so many RZA songs, and he's like, vaccinations, inoculations, ruining us. Like, yeah. I know how I know how Wu Tang rolled for a long time. So Method Man might have some shots. I don't know. They might grow up now. But I know all stuff, yeah, all them skits, your body's your temple, the, the sun and the earth. Yeah, your body's yeah, a temple. Uh, yeah, you I can I can put two I can put two and two together and kind of <laughs> if you used to flip yourself inside out. <laughs> Man, I used to you know what it was teenage me used to think, oh, they spit knowledge. Grown up me is like they spit nonsense. <laughs> you would just die looking at all the stuff that's inside. <laughs> Yeah, see the fact that you know that's getting old, you know, yeah. I, uh-huh. I remember listening to this and it was like, I remember listening to that recently. I'm just kind of rolling my light. Yeah, that's what happened when you don't go to school. Because when you had teenager, you're like, damn, it's some thought provoking shit right now. <laughs> you it's get older, like, you be like, what the fuck? A lot of conscious music is basically like surface level intellect, where it's like, it tells you enough about a topic where if you don't know anything about the topic, it sounds smart. Beat up J. Cole conversations. Yeah. I if you know something about the topic, like, that's why I was surprised when Nas was breaking down um, gout. And he he was right. It wasn't no pseudo stuff. He actually broke it down exactly what he was in a way that's easy to digestible. And Nas wasn't always deep enough to do that. Nas used to be that whole, I give you 14% or something, so you feel like I'm giving you 100%. But somebody who knows sixty percent, kind of like you know that whole if I rule the world, <laughs> I free all the people in Attica, send them to Africa. And I'm like, I don't want your criminals. Man, this is like Ghana, like you, you want, you, you want, you want our crime? No. <laughs> but it sounds broken until you look deep at it. That's how it was. Old it was, it was <laughs> with, with, I'm telling you, it's the Jayco. He say yeah, I don't really read too much of some shit. He tried to say, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, don't get me started. This whole see, oh, you don't like Kanye? Like, no, I have a brain. That's why I don't like J. Cole. I, unlike him, I actually do like to read. Yeah, and shout out to A. You you put me on, so I can't wait, man. Black Star coming out with a new album. Man, twenty four years is a long fucking time. But I'm glad we just reached this point in life where we are appreciating these groups and the stages pushing these groups together between. Even though Versus kind of got greedy and messed stuff up, no, how that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, what the fuck happened? They they tried to monetize it. 
I remember they kept saying that, like, oh, pretty soon you got to start either paying for it. And uh-huh. And guess what? People were like, well, pretty soon we ain't watching. They had something nice there for a minute. And it's like they that's what happened when you take something that's working and you just try to add onions to it. I think somebody said they would they wanted them to be on it, but they were shortchanging them. Talking about how much they were paying them. He's like, nah, we couldn't work out the finances. Yeah. I mean, now they don't do it anymore. Like it was giving boost a lot of people. Yeah. Ask Jadakus how how much versus helped them. Oh yeah, Ooh. people know. People went back and listened to this stuff, locks, solo stuff. A lot of them was kind of like, oh, I'm I'm rocking this stuff for like it was appreciation of of the culture. Some of it was competition, some of it was just having fun. I think the ones that were just having fun was the best ones, like stupid DMX just chilling. Um with a DJ Premier and Rizzo just loving each other stuff. Although it started funny, man. Like I think the one that kind of it was two that stood out as far as like how people looked at music. The Manny Fresh Scott Storch one was kind of like, you can definitely determine what type of person you want to hang out with based on who they like. <laughs> he was a Scott Storch fan. <laughs> I am not, no, you better take that Aladdin shit away from me. That, yeah, we just rocking candy shop in the hood. What hood? Oh, boy. No, that Genesis, that Sega Saturn nonsense he used to play, I would, I would never fan. Never. But if you went to a club a certain time frame at, at a certain neighborhood, you was a Scott Storch, Scott Scorch fan. I was a Manny Fresh fan. Absolutely. Over long. Scott Storch, yeah. Yeah, all day long. Because oh Manny Fresh when we got four or five weeks. I'm like, no, you just listen to two juvenile songs. You think that. And the other one that's real illuminating, people learned about as far as quality versus quantity was Ludacris versus Nelly. I don't know why people thought Nelly was going to blow Ludacris off the board. I'm like, he going to ride out of steam. And, and, it, and it happened live for everybody to see. It <laughs> happened. And I remember uh, the people were saying, I'm like, Nelly going to run out. I'm telling you, he going to run out. No, no, I, no. I, I told him, I'm like, yes, Nelly at his peak was one of was the top rapper alive. Ludacris, like six albums deep of songs. Mm-hmm. Six, and it's like you gonna run to certain people, like you do certain, like certain people, like versus proof, like ain't nobody doing nothing. Like it's nobody that can match Jay Z. Yeah, I know they kept trying to. Well, who could we put? No, nobody. Gonna... It's like the whole thing when they when they had DMX versus Snoop. I'm like, DMX gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, DMX had a hot five year run. Snoop, Snoop had like what. 20, 15 years? Boy, it just it was just too much too much of a catalog. Yeah, it's like the only person that can hang with Snoop is like LL. Right? Like it's certain, yeah, like I pretty the person go to LL acting like I'm a like, yeah, all right. Cause you go start <laughs> you, you gonna start <laughs> back from I'm bad all the way down. Yeah, like, that nah. man gonna be on phenomenon. You that your B side mixtape. It's like, damn, I forgot that. I'm like, yeah, y'all laughing with LL song. It's all for hits. You could be looking for mixtape songs. I got something here. <laughs> like, like it's certain people like, who the hell gets missy? Yeah, and and that's not. I think we had a conversation after when you get to certain people, you had to put them on a cap. Like, yo, y'all can't go over fifteen songs, bro. Yeah, like it's just this whole limit where it's like people don't realize like how good quantity is. When it's a comedy, like some people have a lot of, they got like two or three hot albums. Mm-hmm. 
some people have like, you know, think about this stuff, like they can just go like somebody like else can go all day long. And you just forget some of the stuff they do. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with Nelly. People who looked in, they looked at that first album was like, oh no, Nelly gonna win. In the, yeah, in the first couple, like first two albums, it was like two or three, you know, Air Force, you hit Air Force One and shake your tail feather. Then you get the over and over again. Yes. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay. What you playing? Me, I think we joked me, about it because we was like, what he playing now? He was yeah, playing meanwhile, Ludacris on rollout. <laughs> like Ludacris on like album three. He got three more he can hit. And like people, like funny thing about Ludacris was he may not have great albums, but he had like four to five hot songs for albums. Oh yeah, that that was always his thing. He never quite got that classic, but he gonna have some bangers on okay. his albums. So multiply that by like seven. Yeah. You got like 30, 35. Like how many people got 30 hot songs? You know, that's a Drake. Drake. Yeah, like Drake. Yeah, it's like, it's a few. That's it's a, like a lot of people are going to run out of gas with the quickness. That's a damn shame that Ludacris ain't got that classic album. That one album that you can say, oh yeah, that's his classic album. It's because it's hard. He was never, it's, it's hard making a great album. And it's rare where it's like a great album that have a whole bunch of great singles. Normally great albums are great because they are, they just have, they have a flow to it. Wu-Tang albums stood out because they had some hit songs, but the albums flowed. The albums told the story. Great albums tell a story. That's the whole thing. Like Jadakus never had a great album. Yeah. He had a lot of hot songs. It's like he wasn't interested in the whole thing. Like his, it was different. Like somebody like Nas told us, like told a story. That- what doing. That's why I'm so interested to hear his Pusha T album because it's just Kanye and uh, Pharrell and Pharrell told him, man, you got to stop. You ain't going to be a mixtape rapper all your life. So they're like, oh, this this the one right here. But Black Dynamite, that's a mixtape community. <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward to hearing that because I'm like, all right, we're going to see. You got the two hottest producers and he said, they asked him. Um, I think Charlamagne. Yeah, Charlamagne did an interview with him. He was like, "What stopped you from always doing it? Because you always had hot songs here and there. But what stopped the album? He was like, time. Because I actually got the with the with the uh, you know with COVID and everything. He actually got time to sit down with Kanye and Pharrell and just make an album. So we'll see. I, it's you know it's a funny thing. <laughs> think about how old Nas is now, and think about the three album run he's on. Where his hottest stuff in like a long time just came recently. Cause it's like, yeah. now nah, stop doing that. Now nah, stop doing that whole, I can rap on any beat crap. It's like, right. imagine yeah. now it's like yeah. consistent good album. That's like, and now it's like, one, you appreciate the fact that Nas is like hot now. And then you get mad at him wasting a damn, all the albums he wasted. Pusha said something dope too. He was like, he's 44. He said, the problem is back in the day, he said, he said, this rapper's generation, his, his generation might be the one to change it. That rappers, instead of them keep being competitive and just do what they do, they start hating. I mean, oh, I don't like this new stuff and they ain't back in my day. So they, you know, they fell to the wayside and they could have kept on, they could have kept on touring and kept on doing yeah. A, B, C, and D. He said that, you know, we going to be the generation just to keep on making music. And he brought Nas up too. He was like, Nas, like he just making good albums now. So it's just yeah. like, and that's hard. Cause like rap wasn't known for longevity. Yeah. Like you hit a certain thing. And you was, Cause rap was known for you being like a teenager dropping classics. 
by the time, by the time he was like 30, he was washed up. Like, I'm doing TV, I'm doing movies. Right, but motherfucking Grateful Dead. You know what I'm saying? They toured forever. Yeah, like, like the Rolling Stones and them and all that. Like, imagine like, you know, but now I'm, it's like the same thing with R&B. We have reached the age now where we have disposable income. So if the locks go on tour, he's like, no auditions on tour. Yeah. You know, I remember that B2K was on tour. Like, yeah, people that watched them as teenagers became lawyers now. They got money. Yeah, people so, are going to see them. Yeah, it's not, it's not just going to the SS Music Festival. Like, they want to see this whole, so it works. It's the reason why Ghostface and Raekwon and just on tour now, and it is playing their classic album. Right. And just like you said, is a reason why New Edition can always fight, make up, let's go tour. Yeah, they. I'm, I'm, I remember reading an article about that when they, they finally worked stuff out. They said before when they tried to go on tour the first time, they had a money right. They was arguing over who had the rights to stuff and it didn't work out. And it's like they had to grow up and realize they had a lot of stuff they had to fix to reach the point they are now. Because it's because he's all thinking about it. It's like it seemed like it's a lot of bad blood for a long time. And it wasn't just Bobby Brown either. Yeah, it seemed like it was more like more internally with the like out the other five. The money. I think it was I, I mean Bobby Brown had a part of it. So I think it was more like ego and money. Like they didn't have any money. Like the first time they went on tour, they said they made like 50 bucks. Mm. Oh, you just hear about even to this day, that's still going on. People get jacked for they loot. Man, listen. I I'm I I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna keep saying this all the time. There's no reason. Why after TLC made uh what was it fan mail? Is that the name of the album? Whatever the album is, you know they they shouldn't have to do nothing else. They should be millionaires, but nope. Yeah, I ain't looking at them contracts. I mean, it, not just look at the contract. The same thing. People got on like somebody off you money. You ain't got no money. You taking the money. It's easy to say you gotta think about long term. Nobody doing that when they seventeen or twenty. Yeah, when you kids is different. Yeah, it's like the same thing. Like we just watched one in time. People making fun of Magic Johnson because he could have been a billionaire if he signed Nike. So I'm like, you gotta take into account the certain one. Magic was more business aware, but like even he's still a teenager, and Nike wasn't hitting like that back then. Converse was Nike. Yeah. So you gonna tell a nineteen year old you could take a hundred grand in the eighties with stock? Like, come on now, let me talk about. And it's a good chance if Magic takes that deal, Nike ain't Nike. Nike ain't Nike. It took Jordan. Because Nike, yeah, Jordan had to, like, nobody, nobody rocking the Magic Johnson shoes like that. And then on Jordan, he had to uh, make, climb all these hills just to get the uh, the boatload of the money. Yeah, had to be rookie like, of the year like, and Jordan all that had, Jordan had, had a different type of flair that Magic did. Like, Jordan had a certain style where it's kind of like, yeah, Nike would be Nike if they did that deal. And keep in mind, uh, Magic Johnson do it just fine. Like once you hit, a, once you hit a certain, like somebody made a good point. Once you're making a certain amount of money, it don't really matter that much. It just becomes as far as like you just buying, like if you just you know, a sports owner or something like that. Like you hit over what Magic like. Let me tell you, six hundred six hundred million dollars. People want to talk about that money shit, but money is the reason why he alive right now. Yeah, that's just the facts of it. Money and time. Yeah, I mean, shit, like, bro. I tell people, I tell people all the time, he caught HIV and it's no good time to catch it. He caught it at the right time, right when those certain them protease inhibitors came out because had he caught it two 
two years, two years beforehand, and dead. Now I know because he died. Right. That's why, like he he got at the right time. You know, he was first alive with the right drug. That's why he alive now. Ain't no conspiracy like the HIV community gave him money to say he caught it, eating popcorn and getting fat. <laughs> so yeah, winning time is definitely. I've been enjoying that show. Bright and again, it's just like I know it's bad blood, but I don't think Will Ferrell. He just doesn't. He wouldn't have brought the same energy that John no. C. Riley bringing to the bus character. No, I don't know if he got it. Like, cause John C. Riley's have this. He has a certain charm that Will Ferrell doesn't have. Like, and you can tell the charm rubbing off from his daughter because his daughter, like, looking at him, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Maybe I should move this way. It's just funny to think about that and thinking about it now. When somebody tell the bus family to sell, they they sell no damn Lakers. Cut nah. that shit out. They just won a title a couple years ago. Yeah, what? Two years ago? Two years ago. Like, chill out. So, oh, shout out to Mike Epps. I don't know what happened, happened to this Richard Pryor movie or uh, whatever, but I'm glad he got to, you know, mm-hmm. sneaking in in the winning time or whatever. But uh, yeah, let's talk about Mike, Mike Epps before we go. All right. What's up? First, I wrap up. So, Mike Epps is a perfect example of somebody that's very famous that probably the average white person has no idea who he is. Because he's, he's, he's staying to his core to who he is. And it works. And keep in mind, Mike Epps has been in not like Mike Epps was in a Resident Evil. He was in two Resident Evil movies. Mm-hmm. Which I still laugh at this point. Like, yeah, they had a Resident Evil movie with Mike Epps and the Shanti. Yes, they and did. It's just like it's just like normal. So, but it's like, and he had a tough thing where it's like he had to follow Chris Tucker. Right. And, it, I, and his his love his character like grew with time yes. to the point where he had more chemistry ice cream than Chris Tucker did yeah once you yeah once you get to Friday after next you see it's just, not only that because they, they've done like all about the Benjamins um, janky promoters what the janky promoters oh yeah I forgot about that shit yeah yeah so they have worked together and it's just kind of like Mike Epson's just been doing this thing he's never been bad anything I've seen him He's just always just, he could do serious stuff if they let him. It's just, he's just one of the whole thing where it's kind of like, he's very talented, but in a way where it's like, you know who he is, but yes, the average white person, Mike Epson, is thinking like, I don't know. You say Day Day from Friday, it's like the name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know him more. And it's just funny to see him that still, like, he kept it real. Yeah. For good or bad, you know, and only, only he can speak for that. I guess he's feeling fine with it because he's, you know, He's content of what he's doing and where he's at. Because some people can't handle that, but, you know, the fame that is a, there's a different type of fame that comes after his. And they talk about it, then there's that white famous, and then there's that black famous. A lot of people are just cool with black famous. Yeah. They, they do this fine. And because it's, it's like you get white famous, then it become you don't exist as a person anymore. Yeah, you become Will Smith, but that's neither here nor yeah. there. And it's like, it's tough because. It's a lot of black actors and actresses where if they were white, they'd be a lot. Like I'm just trying to think about how much money Sanaa Latham would have if she was white, or if she got, or if she got the prestige that white actors. Because like, think about the generation of all these actors, actresses, like actors and actresses that we had. 
just think about how good we are. We had a whole generation where we had like Neil Long, Regina King, Regina Hall, Sanaa Lathan, Megan Good. Just I can name like five or six. You know the one that sticks out? Neil Long. Because if she would have came around now, she would be on top. With the certain roles. Uh, roles? Uh, here's the thing. She would have more options. I don't know because it's, it's it's tough. Like, you don't think you she think would be that it. one they go to? You know how they always pick one to go to? I mean, no, because they pick some out Lathan. That's how I know. You know how I know? Because they pick, because think about it. We we had a discussion to talk about this whole levels like fame. Mm-hmm. Out of all, so now Lathan is the one that worked the most like white people stuff. Right, she's, yeah. on, she's on succession. She was the star of a alien versus predator movie that made a whole bunch of money. I've always seen some now lazy just pop up and stuff. Like she may, and it's a funny thing where she may not be a superstar, but she worked. It ain't just black stuff either. Like she, yeah, she's she always ain't. around. She's kind of like you know Diamond Hansen. She's yeah, working. You call me, I'ma work. TV, movies. If you need a. Uh, Beauty, you need side character, you need the, the mentor, you need a victim. Like she's been doing it. She can be content. And it's a whole thing where she's not at the level of like how Regina King is now, but she like Regina King had to work up to get to there. So now Lathan was just there. So now Lathan has been there since like loving basketball. Consistently doing it. She ain't had like, she ain't, ain't disappeared like the alone did. Or like she didn't have the evidence like like Gabrielle Union, who who should have who could have had should have had a bigger career. It's a lot of people like that. So you never know. Cause even like Lupita, yeah, she a star. She should be bigger. Definitely should be. But it's just a hard thing where it's like even now we have more options. If you don't have your own thing, your options gonna be limited. Like if you're not doing like the Issa Rae thing. Then you gotta gotta get in where you fit in, and you fight with a lot of people. Like you know, you gonna push Taraji Henson out her spot? Hell no! And it's like funny you. now that I'm seeing, and you know, you you it's I'm seeing Regina Hall get more light now. And think about how long that took. Then yeah. that she's older. Yeah, it's that whole Viola Davis thing. Yeah, we talked about that before. So when you get, yeah. it seems like they wait till you get older oh. for. Her. And it's a thing like look at Angela Bassett. Yeah, right. She had a whole ass career vanish and then had a whole ass another career where she just makes millions doing TV. Yeah, she's and, like, y'all owe me. <laughs> yeah, y'all owe me. I'm getting I'm getting mine. And that didn't happen. Like it's just I'm glad it's happening now, but that did not happen back then. And but now it's it's kind of tough now because it's kind of like you got to fit a certain vibe. If you don't have the vibe, you got to be super. You had, Basically, you had to put the reps in in the 90s and 2000s to have made it now. Yeah, it's like. It's hard, it's hard to come up new now because it's basically the whole CW rate, CW path or the Netflix path. And it's like, you know, you can be with Zendaya. Like, good luck. It, it, she it, like a supermodel. She can act the ass off. So the bar has, the bar has risen a certain level. Like, if you got your A game, then. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that for black women. Black women seem like you know they already got to work double hard. 
So you telling me you got to have a 20, 25 year career before you start seeing <laughs> the money or, or the think life. How much, think how much, how much, think about how much work Megan Good put in up until Shazam. Yeah. Megan Good, Megan Good had all, been working since a teenager. She had, she's been putting working for a long time. She's been good for a long time. And she's only like, what, early 40s? I think. Yeah. And it's like, now she is, now she's coming. Like, she had to put her work, like, she had to put the reps in. Ain't nobody knew, like, unless you, like, when you knew, it's kind of like, you got to be Tiffany Haddish. Like, you had to come out, ooh, like, out the gate. That's just the, that's just the bullshit of the game because the, the white actresses don't have to deal with that. You just got to be in the right spot and then you get a two, three year run. It's not just white. Um, I've noticed it is, it's more than women. Men, you get hot, you get hit once. They gonna give like two, three years, and then you do. <laughs> Just look at Scott Eastwood. <laughs> no, I, Scott Eastwood got that because his because his daddy. Look who my daddy is. Give me the role. But just think about how I just use a perfect example. Think how long they were working with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, man. I I I watched something recently, and I was like, oh shit, he was in this. And then Camp put Camp no no Camp put in the Twin Peaks uh, episode. I'm like shit. He was in Twin Peaks. They was gonna make that boy a star. <laughs> or die trying. Then they almost died trying. And like, and and, it, and he is talented. And think about how hard it took for him. It's like, yeah, when you when you hot, you gonna they're gonna get a two or three year run, either going you're gonna sink or swim. Yeah. Like now, I'm just thinking, like, you know, Ana de Armas and Isa Gonzalez, they hot. They get their hot movie, you're gonna get a run. If you can hit it. Then you in there like some not like um Sam Hyatt. If not, vanish. <laughs> or you might show up on like Netflix or something like that and try again. That's how it is. Black, but black women, it's like you rarely get that. I'm hot and I just don't get a chance. Like, no, you gotta be hot and talented. You gotta put the you gotta put the work in, which is why they have such a high level of success and why they're just consistently good. Cause they you cannot be mediocre. Because guess what? If you're mediocre, you're going to be on a certain level. You're going to be on TV. And yeah. that's all you're going to be at. You're not going to rise up. You might pop in like, you know, you won't be at the Tyler Perry level if you're lucky. And even then, it's a whole bunch of people wishing to get on that level. You can't. White can be mediocre. I mean, you, you still you still got to some of the Tyler Perry people in the bullpen. Yeah. They always, you know, you hit right, you get a chance. Like, it ain't no black Josh Harlins. <laughs> no, there isn't. You are right about that. Like there are no like it's that does not exist. Like men or like you know the closest for a man I would say is what's what's uh, Tay Diggs. Ooh, but he kind of found his lane. He's kind of like, but how long it took from this found his lane? He did the same thing. I ate. I ate to a certain point where it's like I matured. I'm a TV dad. I'm a TV dad, but you gotta last that long. Where's Makai Pfeiffer at? Last time you seen him, uh, he got Tay Diggs took his took his <laughs> took his spot. Yeah, it's like it's you just think about that. Like I see Bokeem Woodbine, he found his thing. I'm a character actor. He's in Halo. Oh, he is. Yeah. Like think of Bokeem Woodbine. The whole thing is I'm gonna do stuff that you would expect black people to do. Like him being on Fargo and being Revelations. Like you didn't think he had it like that. It's like he found his lane. Yeah. It's Jeffrey Wright found his. I'm just gonna be awesome. 
she just put everything I do. Put me in roles that you wouldn't suspect, and yeah, I'm gonna knock it out the park. Make, it, make me like you can't be like Don Cheadle. Same thing. Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle should be a superstar as talented as he is. Hey, you know what? I've had this conversation with somebody before, and it always comes back to how. How is he not in the position of because he don't got the look? That's why. Yeah. He don't look like a superstar, so he like a he like a regular guy, like next door. Because it because here's the thing, you can be a black superstar, but you ain't gonna look like that. You ain't gonna be black and look like like Danny DeVito and be a superstar. You gotta look a certain way. Because think of, think about all the big time black stars. Mm-hmm. They all kind of look like movie stars. They don't all look the same, but you look at like, okay, I can see why you star. Will Smith, Denzel, uh, Michael B. Jordan. You see Michael B. Jordan, like, yeah. You see Michael B. Jordan, you see that. Jonathan Majors, no, he he put the work in. Not to say Michael B. Jordan didn't, but it's like Jonathan Majors, look at him, you wouldn't think he could reach that level. He gonna uh, reach that level. Again, I fucking forgot that he was supposed to be in fucking Rock, uh, Creed 3. I did yeah, not. It hit me. I was like, oh shit, he is supposed to be in that. That boy, like that boy, been busy. And it's yo, only, yes, it's like that man is doing Rocky movies, westerns, and about to be one of the main villains at Marvel for a while. And yet, he convinced to do it to the homie Idris. Like even somebody like Idris Elba. Think about how much this man looks the way he looks. Is super talented, and how much, how many, how many false starts, and how much tries he had to, do to get it right. Because Hollywood didn't know how to use them. And for The Rock to tell him, no, you are a movie star. You are a, su- you are a movie superstar. And he ain't, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I, just go, I just go back. To, I'm just going to do Luther again season. I don't know bloody well know how to use me. Had me through the dark tower. I couldn't even use my gun right. But this, this shit ain't going to work for me. Before I had, old, I had goat fucking goat contact, I couldn't see a bloody thing. Yes. And now look at him now, just like the damn man. And I'm glad you brought The Rock because it's The Rock. They got The Rock wrong. Who? Hollywood. Oh, you talking about initially? Yeah. Yeah. And then The Rock, you know, do first he wanted to be Schwarzenegger, and then they wanted, then they had him do it family stuff. Rock is, Rock is Brendan Fraser. Yeah, but the fact that they tell him, "Oh, you may want to lay off the weights," I'm like, "No, he's like, a fucking comic book character. Let him be." The whole thing, even when he was skinny, he's still tall. Yeah, he's still. Okay, yeah. so he, so okay, I'm on, I'm six four, I'm only two twenty. Most actors like what five eight five nine, <laughs> a buck seven. Like okay, so he ain't gonna be hulking on everybody. So I'm like, come on now, you the rock. Like just be the rock, and like once he, once he became who he is, he's in there. Yeah, and you know the person they didn't know. I was thinking about the rock because I was watching Wrath the Man, and I was just thinking like the irony of Jason's of Scott Eastwood, Josh Hartnett being in a Jason Statham movie, and Scott Eastwood is in this point in life where he's going to be basically direct to Netflix if you're going to be a star of a movie. Mm-hmm. Josh Hartnett's going to be a character actor. Jason Statham started probably around the same time Josh Hartnett did. Jason Statham's still a movie star. Action stars normally don't last that long. Yeah. Yeah. Because he started in like the late 90s. 
early 2000s. Uh, I believe when did Lockstock, Last Stock and Barrel, whatever that movie called. Like he started doing comedy first. Like he was doing, he was like, he was like the side character, like Jet Leeds when he had hair. Ninety eight. Yeah, like he started late nineties. It's twenty twenty two. He's still hitting. Yep, Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Like it's just, and I just think about him, like his whole thing is. He is overqualified. You know why it works? He's overqualified. But he don't act like that. He's way too too good to just be an action star. (laughs) Like, as far as, like, like death and, like, acting skills and and comedy is, like, I'm just imagining you put cigars on the road with Jason Statham, man. It's like, no. That's, he just falls flat on his face. And that's what I almost think to me. He's a better, he's what He's what Seagal thought he was. Yeah, like Jason Statham has that thing where he is just super qualified in the roles he's doing. Where it's like he doesn't because the Rock is the same thing. Rock way like that's why people don't understand the Rock. They think he just did the same thing over and over again. Not to go on the top. Put somebody else in those movies and see if they work. I. I, what I kept telling people who would say that is watch Playmakers. Watch Playmakers and you tell me the Rock do the same thing because every season was something different that he was dealing with. So it was almost like, no, he's he's he can do this acting thing. Like he's good at it. I would always just tell people, you can always tell how good somebody is in their roles if you could feel like could you replace them and have somebody else do it and would be as well. And I'm like. Keanu Reeves, the same thing. Y'all be talking about how he don't have no range and blah, 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 blah. The fact that people like Will Smith was like, oh, no, I can get the Matrix. It's like, it's, you can say, like, Keanu is great in what he does. You can talk about how he don't have range because he ain't Michael Shannon, but it's like, how many people can, how many people can do Bill and Ted, the Matrix, and John Wick? I know. And Speed. It, it became a thing. It became a joke that went too far. Like all jokes do. The joke went too far. It's probably one movie. Oh, you know, he wasn't really good in this. Well, he's not good in anything. And that's, that's the end of it. I'm like, come on, knock it off. No, I'm like. He working for a reason. Who, like, I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. John Cena's awesome. He can do what The Rock does. No. He can't. And John Cena, and John Cena has a lot of range too. John Cena has a superpower where it's like, I look like this and I can laugh at myself. I can be a complete, I can go in 100%. I don't care how I look. I just want the shit to work. And that takes talent. And I think what's happening with Cena is the more reps he getting, he's going to get better and better. So this could be a whole different conversation 10 years from now. Yeah, and I know we made the, we can wrap up. I know WWE's probably wondering. I mean, they made a lot of money with John Cena, but I'm just wondering because, man, like, you know what? If I knew he had it like this, would I have booked him like way? Like, he could have been Stone Cold 2.0. Yeah, it's funny now. But, but it's kind of like, it's a funny thing. I think about that because Roman Reigns did a big thing saying we had Hogan, we had John Cena. That That's how the big face don't work no more. And y'all had me doing it, it didn't work, so I'm doing things my way. And it's something you said where John Cena made it work in a way that shouldn't have worked because it was like this whole, people forget, Kiss was eating that shit up. Oh yeah, it was a reason why they kept having them in the yeah. main event and stuff. And it and it worked for them, but I think the same thing. I think it's more relevant. Seeing him in the ring and his character makes all this stuff relevant now. So I watch Peacemaker, I'm like, wow, 
I just I just laugh like they had Batista and John Cena. Right? They had two damn movie stars. Movie stars. That you pretty much had confined. And it's like when you and it's a funny thing when they they, they try to open up because John Cena tried to open up a little bit right before he left. And it was like, oh, okay. But Batista they didn't know how to handle that shit. Oh no. Yeah, like he had way he had way too much swag. That's the whole thing. That's how I know wrestling ain't cool because they can't handle real cool people. They didn't know what to do. Man, it was when but no, when Batista won that damn world heavyweight championship, you had a demographic of saying that boy can dress, and then you had a demographic of saying what the fuck he got on. Yeah, you was on one side. You were one of them was the wrong side you were on. Yeah. I know I was on and the right side. And not only that, babyface Batista, they ain't know how to handle. Hill Batista, they definitely know how to handle him. <laughs> dressing him with like a, a pink polo shirt and tight jeans. I'm like, no, that man is sharp. Y'all not, not, y'all know how to handle sharp. Because now it's like <laughs> Seth Rollins being a damn joker. I'm like. Yeah, he just went anything. Anything. And he, and he just make it work. Because one, he got the he got the body to pull that off. And two, no fear. Yeah. Fashion, fashion about if you you can pull off anything in fashion if you believe it. Yeah, and most I, that shit. Most that shit look ridiculous to begin with. With him and um his his wife is uh, his wife girlfriend whatever uh wife. Becky. What both of them are doing is that they just leaning into let's lean into the uh, Elton John shit. Wear anything and make that shit cool. You know the dirty secret about wrestling? Uh, not just white bus, but also black wrestlers. They theater nerds. Yeah, deep down. They are, they are nerds that try to, like, you know, grow up on a certain level and try to express themselves that way. You just, All you got to do is watch the New Day, and you can see that. And I could tell, like, on Twitter, with, like, a lot of black, like, any rest like that, ain't no New Jacks. <laughs> I mean, and nor should they be. I mean, they can pretend to be out here, I'm just eating, I'm just eating chicken wings and all that. I'm like, y'all fake. I mean, I, y'all, y'all are nerds that hit that. Because you got to have a certain level like people aren't doing wrestling now, pro wrestling, because they want to be a tough guy. Like back in the day, like that's that's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because they want to enjoy wrestling. Like not to say that you have that you're not tough for doing it because they're still tough. But like it's a different mindset, and I can tell. That's why I'm making fun. Like all right, they just nerdy. They just try to hide it. Like like how how come Keith Lee? How come this man didn't get Keith Lee? Because he can't handle a a, a big black nerd. You know what to like say. That. He used too many big words for him. He's like, "What? No, this is salutations. It is I, <laughs> the illustrious Keith Lee." It's like, "What? The the what the like?" He probably look at that like, "What? I, his brain cannot." Events not realizing. No, this is how this guy's talk. He probably think it's a gimmick. Oh, this is your thing. This is your thing that you do. No, 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 Vince. This is who I am. Like, yes, uh, I am I'm a soliloquist. <laughs> And I just say it. I'm like, y'all, I don't know why y'all acting like, why well, don't know how he got. I can see exactly why he went to Keith Lee. Because it's like, the pieces don't fit what he was thinking. No, yeah, yeah. black. The pieces don't fit how his idea of a black wrestler would be. Right. He probably don't get uh, street profits to a certain degree, but he sees something in Montez Ford, though. He's, he, he probably see like okay they cool they they he see that he see that whole it's crime time or less crime yeah but I'm sure he's looking at well, what's the cups I don't get it yeah <laughs> then somebody play it was like sipping oh okay but yeah Montez Ford he's soon enough I can tell yeah he got he's, nice he's, 
he got next. He just has to – the next progression of being next is how to have matches that's more than highlights. Yeah, that too. And I think they're probably going to give him a heel run as a tag team to see how that worked too. It's going to be fine. You know, it's going to blow – it's going to be the same thing because his wife – Start off as a heel, so so damn good at it. She just became beloved. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the same that's gonna happen. Yeah, you're right. That's the same that's gonna happen. But uh, let's get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter. Shahid Philly underscore Drugs. Uh, if you want to listen to any of the old shows or last week's shows or whatever, you can go to Jeff versus the World Podcast dot com. Find everything there. If you listen on iTunes, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, anywhere else, leave a star rating, leave a review. It helps us out, gets us out there a little bit more. Other than that, until next week, we're doing History of Violence uh, with a very special guest. We are out of here. Peace. Um, Special guest? Yeah, special guest. Oh, you just left that part out, huh? Yeah, go back and look at your text messages. Recording stopped.